The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Hey, yo. Yo. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, checking the text messages. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to text us, you can, right? Yep. We appreciate it. 913 <coughs> Sorry. Says, catching up on Monday's show, Emma's hate mail. Remember, Emma sent us that yeah, mail, right? From Texas. Uh, Emma's hate mail could not have been more wrong. Slimfast definitely doesn't agree with Lazo on everything. He is in firm denial about the attractiveness of his own mother. Okay. Is that the end of the text? No. Mm-hmm. He knows how to take S for sure. Next time, just ask Snowgirl for a female perspective. <laughs> The only person who can tell you guys to tighten your ass up is Nick. Keep up the great work, Counselor Page. Appreciate that. And by the way, I'm not listening to Nick. Turn around and look at that guy. He looks like a drunkard now. Why do you keep attacking his looks? <laughs> his hair does look a little wavy. <laughs> look at it. He looks like he's got a he's got a problem. I mean, he now he looks like again, I think I nailed it with the uh Kind of expensive divorce attorney mm-hmm. yes. or kind of expensive criminal defense attorney. Mm. Um, but it's the one that drives a white Lexus with a sunroof. And you don't know if it's got 15 miles on it or 150,000 miles on it. You're just not <laughs> sure. It's a nice suit, but you're not sure if that's a $10,000 suit or a two for 125 bucks shirt. But everything fits right and looks good. But you're just really curious. Does he go home to a mansion or a one-bedroom apartment? That's the look he's got going right now. There is something about him today that I noticed. His hair is wavy, which either means that someone took the time to... Uh, crimp it i don't know exactly what that's called and make it wavy or he had it pulled up right in like a ponytail or something and then then when he took it down it's got the waves in it because his hair didn't look like that yesterday right or is that what it looks like naturally and they straighten it i I don't know look the guy looks very good yeah of course so i far be it for me but i i can't get that image out of my head now that he is on tv in detroit Asking if you've been injured in an accident. <laughs> right. And, yeah, I'm with you on the suit thing, too. It's a nice suit, but maybe it's the only suit. Right. Yeah, you, you don't know. You, you just don't know for sure. Hey, I And heard- when he rolls up into court and his hair's like that, the judge knows. Like, okay, Mr. Wright, let me hear from you. And he's, you know, because he knows that he's had a couple drinks the night before. <laughs> What's the he's story like, and time? if you're his client, you're like, not on his A game today. <laughs> not right. on his A game. And the whole purpose of a good attorney is that they know the prosecutors and they can <laughs> right. make deals. Yeah. And they just, none of them are willing to work. But he does roll up. He's got a nice watch. But again, you're not sure. Like he said, right. is it the fake one? Because it's the fake one. <laughs> right. We know. Right. Or at least we think. Right. Because he gave us fake ones, and he yeah. said that's all a man needs is a fake one. So right. we're assuming that he's got the fake one, but right. I suppose he could have a real one. Hey, I heard it's a big, big day for you. Well, I, I mean, this is monumentally big. Uh, 
for people who have listened to this show for a long time, uh, you know, this will pr- you, if you, one of those things where like you want to feel old. I took a euro today to get his driver's permit. Damn. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, take man, a picture, I, white paper license, the whole thing. Man. I've already been feeling old, but this is big. It's big for so many reasons. One, because getting my permit was a huge deal. I right. counted down the days. I got my permit the first day I was allowed to get it, got my driver's license the morning I turned 16. Right. And I hope that it's still a big deal to some people. I know they say kids aren't as into driving as they right. used to be with ride shares and all that. But hopefully, especially where you live, it's not like you live where he can just hop on the subway. Right. You know? So a car should still be But important. even more, you know, you're getting older, man. So right up passage. That's the you thing. Know? He's getting older. When you're behind the wheel. Yeah. And it means that he's about to be behind the wheel by himself, which is a huge, for me, it always represented freedom. Right. Because now, even if my mom just sent me to go get bread or whatever it was, I couldn't wait because yeah. I was I was going to do something on my own. Yeah. This isn't just getting dropped off somewhere. Right. This is going somewhere. Going and doing and, it. And being able to drive a car. I am curious what it's like, though, as a parent. I know how they portray it in the movies, but I, I know what it's like. I don't like to be a passenger in anyone's car. I prefer mm-hmm. to drive. Sure. I'm a very, very bad. I don't yell or say hit the brakes or any of that. I just get anxious. Right. But uh, I can only kind of imagine, maybe I can't imagine at all, actually, driving with my 15-year-old. It's, because um, there's no real, like, you He's pretty good it. at it. So there's just, like, a couple things where you're like, yo, 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 yo. And it's just, those things are just, you know, you forget what how long it took you to kind of drive well, didn't you tell me he did one of the things i did when i first started driving i remember my mom would get after me because when i would turn a corner i would go to turn the steering wheel back as if it doesn't straighten right itself. and it's really like kind of almost like a go-kart and i'm like yo right you got to kind of turn it a little bit and let the wheel It'll go straighten like i don't know yeah. how that and it's hard to explain that like he's like what if i turn it and then let it go it'll keep and i'm like yeah, kind of. Yeah, it should like you just kind of got to get the feel for it. And, that and then mean, like, the other thing is, like, when you're driving and you look into this lane, like you look in your uh, uh, your rear, not your rear view mirror, side but view. the side mm-hmm. view mirror, you look into it that way, you see there's somebody over there, you have a tendency to drift. Yeah. So I'm always like, yo, just because you're looking there, you still got to go straight, like, because you drift a little bit, you're going to hit a parked car or something. We went through that like a couple times. It was fun. He drove, you know, he drives all the time with me. I got no problem with it. I remember my driver's ed teacher said to always turn and look. Look in your mirror, check your mirrors, and then turn physically to look before you make the lane change. And my dad yelled at me. He was like, what are you doing? Turning around. Don't turn around while you're driving. And my mom was like, Don, that's what they tell them to do now. That's what they want them to do. You're supposed to turn around. Oh, well, mine, you know, I just say, because I got, like most cars, I got the little lights on the side. Mm-hmm. So if you look over that... Mm. Yellow light says there's someone too close for you to change lanes. Yeah, that's pretty. So I'm just like, look at that light. If that light's on, stay where you are. If that light's off, you're good. And what about uh, (laughs) parallel parking? Or is that way down the road? Have you even attempted it with the cones yet? No, No. I mean he did it with his driver's instructor. So they do that still? Yeah, and I was like, yo, like we went uh, after that. We had to go to the doctor's office real quick, and you know, there's all these parking spots that are close together. I'm like, just park four slots down and. Park, you know, yeah, I'm like, just cons- I'm like, until you really get a handle on it, just consider it like, a- I just say, consider it like a urinal in the bathroom. Yeah. Take- just take a couple spots over. No, no need to pee right next to the guy next to you. Like, why? Yeah. Why? And if you walk in there and there's only the one and it's right in the middle of everybody, then you can go in the stall. I guess he didn't want to go use that. Right. But is he, is he excited? Like, I was excited. I think he seems to be. I guess he's got to kind of play it cool, but. What is it? What are the rules? Well, now? I don't know. I, you know, I, he signed that thing and I handed it to him and I gave him a hug. 
Yeah. And we just said, I love you, man. Like, and then we went to breakfast. Like, you know, I used to take you to breakfast at this place when you were, I had to carry you in, you know, and now here you are, you're a grown ass man. I love you. Yeah. Well, that was it. We had breakfast. I mean, he looks like a man. He sounds like a man. He's driving a car now. Right. And still, if I think about putting that crib together, I'm not yeah. saying that it literally seems like a month ago. It doesn't. Right. But it doesn't seem very long ago. <laughs> no, you're right. It doesn't seem very long ago. And could you imagine, <laughs> like, we lived in Seattle, so I think that helps me a little bit with the breaking up of time. Sure. Because if it had been here, I think I really might be losing it right now, like the fact right. that he's driving. But also... For you as a dad to know, okay, so you drive, at least in the United States, you can get a driver's license when you're 16. So that means once you start driving, you're really only a couple of years, literally a couple of years, potentially from leaving From leaving me. I, know. I don't know how to put that nicely, but is I that something like that it. you think about? All the time. And with the, with the permit and everything else, because I was my parents' youngest, and my mom would talk about that all the time. Like, it was a bigger deal because she always had a younger uh, child, you know. And there was always a younger sibling. And, okay, well, my oldest is getting older, but... Well, I, I, I over-worry about all kinds of stuff. I overthink it all the time. I mean, just the thought of him going out on I think what if he leaves and he goes to college? And then, you know, I think about my youngest, Chacho. Then what? He's got to navigate divorced parents by himself. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. You know, so I think about that all the time. Yeah. Well, hey, let's not dwell do? on the negative. Yeah, the good right. thing is he got his permit. I texted yeah. him and congratulated good him. Job, I think it's yeah. a big deal. And then what does he have to do? You, do you take a driver's test or does it just He paper? already took it all. So now I guess he just has to wait 12 months and he can get you know a license. But they oh, wait. They made him drive already? Or they just made him take a written test? Yeah, but he did it all to school. Oh, the school still has driver's ed stuff? Well, no, I there? paid for a school. Okay. But it, but it's at Johnson at County Community school. College. And so it's kind of like going to get a motorcycle's license at one of those dealerships. Right, he say, had to hey, drive like this. with her four times or something, and then take a right. uh, and take a written test. Because we didn't to get the. <laughs> and permit, then once he did all that, then she signs it off, and then you go in and just give it to the people at the DMV, and it's ready to go. Because we just took the written test at fifteen or whatever it was right. when we were allowed to get our permit. Is that what you did? You you had to be able to read the road signs, but there was no driving involved at all. And I guess the idea was that whoever you were riding with was supposed to be the one teaching you how to do I it. I had to do both. Then at 16, I had to take the driver's test to get my oh, actual Oh, no, I license. had to do both. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Spencer but I you... didn't do it before I was 16. That's the thing. You didn't get a permit? You just went straight to the driver's but license? It was like three months. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like oh, you're going to have a permit and drive with people for a year. It was like, no, hey, you're about to turn 16. Go take driver's ed. And then you did it, and then they gave you a permit. I think you, I think I might have had to have it for like sixty days or something. It was not a year. We didn't have to have it. It was at like all. sixty days, and then when you turned sixteen, yeah, you, it was a you know it was a full fledged driver's license. It was what it was. I think I was near the end of that, but you didn't have to have a permit if you passed the driver's test and written test on your sixteenth birthday. You could go straight to the driver's license. Then they exactly. started doing like. You well, know, no, I think I could have done that, but if you months. got it like a couple months before, then they gave you a permit. Yeah. But exactly, if I would have right. done it after 16, I wouldn't have had to have a permit at all. Right. They just go straight They just to gave it to me license. because I was 15 when I did it. Uh-huh. And Which is what it was, right? Do we have, I think, 15 or 15 and a half? I know they say in some states, or maybe if you live on a farm. I don't know if it is. Well, I think some true. kids probably went when I was a kid. I think they went early when they were 15, so they might have had a permit for nine months. Right. I had mine for like 60 days because I just went 60 days before. But if I would have just waited till I was... 16 years old, I would have just gotten a driver's license. I wouldn't have had to have a permit. But now they do the other thing, too, right? You've got to have turn, it for a year. Well, and when you turn... Right, so you have to have it for a year now. And then after that, it's only like a restricted driver's A restricted license. license, which we didn't have that at all. Me either. neither. It's like no other drivers under the age... And or like no to occupants. and from... 
Yeah, where you can go. I don't right. even know, to be honest with you. I think it's... But we were driving, and he was driving my car out of there, and there was a police officer behind us, and my tags are expired. Of I was course. Like, I was like, oh, man. I'm like, we're going to knock it get all out in this. one day, man. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, am I going to get in trouble? And I'm like... No, because, I mean, the tags are expired, so it's not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I said, but, I, you know, the, when you hand that to the cop and he sees that you got it just 10 minutes ago, <laughs> he's going to look at me like, so you took a kid to get his driver's license, just threw him in a car without <laughs> any tags? Hey, getting him used to the real world, man. Hey, that's ready. my boy. He's got to yeah. get ready. I told him to turn left I when mean, you came behind us. Right. I was like, turn into that quick trip. Right. He didn't listen. The Church of Laszlo. All right, you big... Well, I don't know. So you're talking to me or yeah, snow you. cone? Or... Hey, uh, another term. What, snow cone? What? Oh, well, you've got that fan on in there, so every time you turn on your microphone, I hear a... Well, so then I think, I'll turn it off. Oh, I just thought that he had something that he was going to... Well, don't you, you don't, don't I mean? argue with him. <clears throat> don't argue with snow cone? Yeah. He's going to turn off his own mic. Let him do it. Unless <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can hear it. <laughs> Coughing season. We just talked a couple yeah. weeks ago about those... Uh, what were they calling it? Something else uh, about their list. They were keeping a list. Drafting? Um, drafting, yeah. Drafting. Oh, yeah. Now, leave it to the Post, New York Post again, that winter coding, which I swear we've already talked winter about this. It's, it's, it, we just referred to it as something else. Yeah, any guesses what winter coding is? Is it coding, like a coat, coat or code, yeah. like I'm writing computer C- code? C-O-A-T-I-N-G, winter coding. I don't understand you sometimes, man. Winter coding. Winter coding horror movies. <laughs> winter coding. Right. Any guesses? Uh, no, I have no idea. I don't know. Okay, so apparently this has started popping up online. Kids are referring to it as winter coating. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with snow. It doesn't have anything to do with your actual coat that you put on trying to cover up uh, added weight or any of that it's stuff. Having someone close to you to keep you warm in the winter, speci- they become your winter coat? Right, but it's specifically an axe, which haven't we? There's got to be a term for this. Well, but like bring you get back with your axe? Yeah, and you want someone to go to the holiday functions sure, yeah. with, so they're single, you're single, and the yeah. two of you show up places together and then... I did it once. Have you ever done it? You ever show up with an ex? No. At like a family get together or holiday get together, work party situations? No. Never? Not that I can think of. I mean, unless we were really back together. Right. No. I think this is the whole point is that it's just for the holidays. It's when an ex comes back into your life just for the holidays. You can go to parties together. Um, you can hang out, hibernate, watch uh, Netflix, do all that yeah. stuff. Or um, whatever it is, but then when spring arrives, you're done, and you have an agreement like, "Hey, let's just do this through the winter." I swear that there was a different term for this, but you've never tried it once. No, it's tough with. The I don't family. like a girlfriend in the holiday season. You don't like a girlfriend in the holiday season. Yeah, you Too like much pressure. So you like uh, having someone to go on those walks with, but as far as bringing someone over to a house party or a family get together, I don't like it. Like I like fall. Yeah. But once you get past Thanksgiving, you're, you're done. into so Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving you're yeah, done. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to have to go meet your family and your cousins and your uncle, and I don't want you to have to go meet mine and us pretend like we have a future. I don't want any of that. I don't know why, but I felt this pressure when I was younger that if I was alone at the family get-togethers, that everyone would start asking me about you know my love life and was yeah. I doing okay and. Because I was a dorky kid, and they probably thought I would never well, date maybe, again. Yeah, I thought I would never date again. You know, come from a different upbringing too. I come from a long you know, list of people who are divorced. That's true. So, like, they're not like, when are you going to get married? So, like, I can get divorced like you, Uncle Bill? <laughs> like, man, all right, good. That's yeah, true. you know what? I didn't think about we that. We don't even far. know who half these kids are. I was thinking who more they about, like, to? they feel sorry for me. But you're right. I guess the, 
the divorce thing could be different. Too. <clears throat> There's less pressure on you to be in a serious relationship. Yeah. I mean, I did it once, and I just showed up with her. I didn't say that she was coming. Right. And then she walked in. And then, of course, the questions are asked, because I've been talking a lot of trash on this person up until that point. Sure. Right? So then suddenly there she is. And, you know, my family, they're not going to be like, what? You've been talking all this trash. They've got more common sense than that. But then there is the question later, like, well, you know, so what's going on? I mean, I really do like her. And I realize this is a bad idea. Of course it's a bad idea. Dating, and so the and idea Christmas of, and Thanksgiving and that stuff is just a bad idea in general. Yeah, and you've got it's single friends. It's just a bad idea. There must be some single friends. Unless, I mean, you're have. in love with someone and you want to, you know, spend the holidays with their parents and stuff. But if you're just dating someone, like, it's just there's too much pressure. And if you're not serious about it, like, that's the moment. Where if you're not serious about it as a human being, that's the moment where if this was a casual thing and you guys are both happy with that casual thing and now you're going to their house and you're splitting Thanksgiving into two different things, well, it, the casualness of that just, it's done. Yeah. You are in a serious relationship. If you wake up in the morning and go like, okay, uh, you jump in the shower and then I'll jump in the shower and we'll go to my parents first and then we'll go to your parents. You, that, you're now in a real relationship. Yeah, that isn't like, hey, we hang good. out a couple times a week. That is a real relationship. I don't think anyone gets excited about going to their boyfriends, girlfriends, families get together. I think people who are in real relationships do, who love each other. Well, having like them come over, them. but uh, the other fa- this was a huge issue with me and my ex-wife when we first started dating because her family, and as you know, I mean, we talked about this as it was happening. I was asking for your advice, but her family got together all the time yeah. and it was not just like the immediate family the sibling it was they had cousins they had invited people into this group that were not relatives but they were at every single function they were you know now officially part of the the family that just right. did all these things together and they had a lot of holiday parties it wasn't just thanksgiving and there was white elephants there was the after christmas whatever there was so much stuff right. and i remember telling her at one point like yo we do a lot of stuff with your family i mean I don't feel like I have to go to all of it. And she right. was very confused. Like, well, what do you mean? Do you not like coming to my family stuff? And I had to really explain to her. And we were young. You know, I'll give her that. Early 20s. But I had to explain to her, like, well, w- do you wish that my family had more get-togethers that you could come to? And she's like, well, no. I mean, I guess not. But my family, you know, my family's basically so much more fun. And they all get along. Right. I'm like, my family gets along. The difference is that's your home field. When you're with your right. family, you know what to expect. You know how to deal with them. You don't have to worry about the other person. But you always right. have to be polite and minding your manners <laughs> when you're at right. someone else's house. So even if you get along with them really well, I find it hard to believe that no. there could even be a majority of people in good relationships who look forward to visiting their in-laws. They might not oh. dread it, but to look forward to it, that's to me, you, you, you try and balance it out. You say, all right. I owe yeah. you one, you owe me one, and you do that until you're equal. And if the yeah. other family doesn't have enough get-togethers to equal it out, well, then you can't go And also home. as parents, let me say this, and I, I bet my kids aren't old enough to, to do this yet. But as I look through it and I go through, like, how can we be better parents to our kids, right? And I know, you know, boomers, you're like, we were the best. I get it. But you weren't. There's some bad ideas. I hope that if my kid gets married and we live in the same area i i feel like it I, and i i wouldn't call the other person's parents but I, I feel like i'd suggest like hey why don't we just all get together real quick that'd be good right like i'll go ahead and man up and be uncomfortable with you 
And we'll all go over that way. We can make one stop, and then I'll bail. You don't have to worry about getting your car, driving here. It's not about who's more important or who's not more important. Like, your kids. Like, uh, you don't owe me anything, and you don't owe them anything. So let's just get all together so that you two can come here because I know her parents or his parents want to see you, and I want to see you. So maybe we could do something a little bit better than you going for, to their house till 3.30 and then to my house till 5. And just how horrifying is that all the time like maybe we can do better i think you could as a divorced dad but think about well, i already it. told my kids don't worry about it they were like well i was they're like you know it's gonna be i think one time it came up like we're gonna have to go to mom's house and if we're married we'll go to their person's house in your house i said no christmas eve christmas not mine go mom go to your mom's go to your family's house both of you guys with family or not new year's eve my house you do That's have our to have tradition. Them. I think that makes it much easier. Much easier. Say, Don't worry is, about me. I'll do Christmas alone. I got you. Same every year. Right. Like for Brooke, her family, it's Thanksgiving's important. Okay, then we'll do Thanksgiving because right. Christmas is important for my mom. Works right. out great. So I'll just be like New Year's alternate. Eve will be our tradition. We got it. That way you can go do everything else. But you, I assume at some point in your relationships, you found yourself in a situation where your mother, your parents, your mom uh, went to your in-laws with you, like these situations where oh, yeah, they all yeah. get together, not just at a wedding rehearsal or at a wedding, but like at holiday parties. When we had the house in Detroit, did, we'd have a Christmas party every year. And that didn't make you uncomfortable? No. Oh, Although you could have see, really. like it was a big house. You could see like one half of the family and the other half of the family, they'd split up. I'm always worried they're judging each other. And... I'm sure they were, but you'd always have like one or two people from one family and one or two people from the other family who kind of... It's like a high school dance almost. Yeah. Like, here's the boys, here's the girls, only it's the bride and the groom side. But then you always have the one person who's personable and goes over and sits with the other people. That, yes, there is always that person. Thank God for that person. Exactly. I try to be that person, right. but, you know, if I think of it. But I the bringing mom and dad over to her mom and dad's, that was always just a, I tried it, but like... Because no, uh, I'd like to do it all at once. That way they don't have to I travel I think you around. could, because I don't think your kids would be nervous about you coming over to hang out with their family, you know? I think you got that kind of too. Like even you know before dances or whatever, like everybody's hanging out so long. I go in there, get the pictures done, talk to everybody. Hey, meet the dad. Hope everything's good. And then I'm like, oh right. And then some last time I think someone's like, you're leaving already. I'm like, man, there's a lot. And I said, there are too many parents around here for these kids to feel cool. Right. I just left. Like, what are we all doing here? It's the Church of Laszlo. Who wants a figgy? Okay, we got you. We got you. Are we on the air? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. What? Uh, how do you turn that into something about a mom anyway? <laughs> By the way, I mean, like... You asked if I ever had figgy pudding. I just asked what it was, if it had figs in it or yeah, what. Yeah, it has and figs it, and dried fruit, I think. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And you, you said, have you ever had it? And I said, yes. Yeah, and then you turned it into a joke. Yeah, I just smothered all over your mouth. Whoa! No, thanks. We're good. Only at Christmas time. Yeah, though. yeah. We're good. It's our Christmas present. Hey, all the good little boys. You know, speaking of Christmas, Thanksgiving, the end of the year is upon us. Yeah. We're almost there. You know what that means, Laszlo? All of these... Hey, real quick. Hey, uh, Snowcone, I know you're worried about my drinking. Uh, is it all right if I have a shot or am I just... <laughs> yes, you can have a oh, shot. Oh, yeah, I just want to make sure. I mean, yes. I don't, you know... I'll you keep track of it. shot bottle thing? Yeah, no, I'm, good. I'm good. I got it all oh. right here. I guess, you know, Snowcone's sending people over to my house. Just oh, my check God. on me. Who'd you Welfare send? Welfare check. No one. The police? No one. I did that one time with my neighbors. Oh, boy. I regret that. Not because I was worried about their drinking. I thought someone broke into their house. Oh, and you sent for the welfare check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, I'm not saying don't ever do a welfare check, but 
Mind your own business, I would say most of the time, probably. <laughs> based based on the feedback that I got from you well, guys. I appreciated it. Snow cone just, you know, checking in. Looking out for you. No. So at the end we get all these end of the year uh lists. You know, the the year end review kind of stuff. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. One of them that I was just looking at is they had people vote. What is still the biggest waste of money these days? I mean, you know, waste of money change over time, I guess, right? I don't know. Like that everyone does or something? Yeah, things that people, they just vote, okay, what do you think is a waste of money? And then here they are, and people say these things are the biggest waste of money, and people complain about spending. I don't think all these things are waste of money. I think some of them are expensive. Like the one that's always on the list is the the printer ink cartridges, which I, I, okay, yeah, I don't ever have to buy that because uh, I don't own a printer. I don't think I've ever owned. Have you ever owned a printer at your house? Yes. I tried it when I was like 19 or 20. I did in Seattle. It was such a pain in the ass. It never worked. And now my girlfriend has one for her work. She got a brand new and it worked one time and then we could never get it to work again. I just, how much are, look, maybe some people are printing a lot of stuff. Can't you just put it on your phone? Anyway, people get real mad about the printer ink stuff. Okay, fine. Oh, and they also get real mad about the uh, college textbooks. Which is another well, thing. Well, that is true. That seemed like a huge rip. I didn't have to buy too many of those because I wasn't there for very long. Me neither, but I hear about it. I'm like, what? It made no sense. College in and of itself. Right. All of it is so expensive. You've got to meet with store. a financial advisor this week to try to figure out. i got to make them like, damn, man, i got to figure out how to pay college. It's like a whole other retirement. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, you kind of hope maybe that your kid is like, you know what? I think I'd like to learn a trade. And they say that at like 15. Actually, okay, you know. What? I'm just saying, maybe they do, and you're like, hey, all right. Okay, that's not where I start. I'm, I, I start I'm with, I hope he's got a 4.2, and he goes for free. Well, sure, you're that'd like, be I nice. hope he's an idiot, and, and that's something nice. else. Like, well, If he learns a trade, and he's not great at school, that's okay, but that's not what I hope for. I'm saying, I hope-, hope he's the greatest football player ever. And goes to Texas and it's all free and gets well, a four point two. Yes, plays for the NFL for fifteen years, and becomes president, and yes. cures cancer. Sure. That's what I hope. Sure, I don't hope for man. I said secretly. I really hope. don't want to pay secretly for that. Hope. So I hope he does not finish high school. Just the idea of like a kid getting grades like I got and then saying, "Well, I guess I'll go to college and figure out how to pay for this." You're like, Ugh. okay, yeah. and they don't know what they want to do, but they know they got to go to college because somebody told them that, and then like, oh, and you think you've got it figured out? Like, all right, got enough money for this semester? You're like, oh yeah, textbooks. They're uh, eight hundred dollars a Room piece or whatever. Like Jesus, right? And we that is so. Food. You know what? A highway robbery. University. You should be. You should really be ashamed of yourself. The oh, but you have to live on campus. Your first. Right. Why? Why do you have to? Why? Live on campus? Because you know why? Because I got to pay you more money. It's the only. I got to pay you for room and board. There's no other reason. Uh, why would I have to live on campus? If my kid went to KU, he could drive there. Yep. From my house. Are you saying that, what, he's not going to focus as much because, what, he comes home at night as opposed to living in the dorms? Not a chance. I've been there. I know what the focus is like in the dorms, right? So why do I have to live in a dorm my first year? I can't, there's, you, there's no way, and I know people are going to text me and tell me, but there's no way to what, get the college experience? Well, I don't, no, if I don't I'm, want it, I don't have I to. I may just that. want the college education. What happens when you're 30 and you go to college for your first do year? They do they make you live you do in that? Dorm? I don't think so because I remember they called it what non-traditional to. students or whatever, and I remember yeah. thinking at the oh, time, that right. "Why don't you guys have to live? Is there like a is there an age limit right. where they say okay? You do have to live in the dorm as a freshman, though, right? I did. They told right. me that I had to. Mm, I'm the wrong person to ask. No idea. Yeah, they say because I remember I was like, well, I, I, I could get an apartment to. or something like they won't let you your first yeah. year. And I was like, what do you mean they won't let me? 
I thought the whole point here is that we're adults now and that we're paying for this. Yeah, no, you're going to have to get. And I think I had to have some sort of meal plan. Didn't have to be the most expensive one, but you had to buy some sort of meal plan. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll sign up for that too. Of course, I was just getting loans for all this stuff. And the textbooks are super. They're like, oh, well, you you can get a used one for how much? Like, how many times have you paid this book? It's insane because you get the the (laughs) used one. And instead of two hundred and fifty bucks, it's like one hundred and ninety-five bucks. Right. It's still, and why do we have books anyway? Shouldn't it be on like an iPad or your computer? Yes, of course. Maybe a lot of that stuff has gone away because I, don't I know, can't but... figure out how to charge one hundred and ninety-five dollars for a PDF file. Right. I guess that's right? that's all that's there is it. to it. Just... Like it is highway robbery. Uh, okay. Other things that people vote for is still being and as much as I say it, I'll still pay for them if they want to go. Right, because you hope that your kid cures cancer and becomes president. Because I love them. Right. You know, like it is what it is. And they know that. They know it. Lots the of universities know, that. know it. They know you'll do it. There's a lot of it. I don't know and how you quantify that. And then they're like, well, my kid, well, we would give them financial aid, but you make too much money. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not just give financial aid to everybody? Right. He's not working. <laughs> he doesn't have it. And he's an adult, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, how long can he be on my insurance? I don't understand. How, either, right? Though, none, of, none of it. Like, I don't understand. He's a, he's a grown man. I don't even understand the difference. Well, just go, how much is he making? Go by his income, not mine. Right. What if I just said no? Well, and, and they're like, well, you make enough money to pay for his college. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. Right. And they're like, well, too bad, son. You can't go to college. What? Yeah. Because his dad made money? Yeah, it seems odd. And then what's the difference between public and private schools? I don't understand how that works because the public schools still seem pretty expensive. They're run by the government. Right, but then they're still just they are a lot. They are a lot cheaper. They are a lot cheaper? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, other things that people still voted on in 2022 as being the biggest waste of money, pre-ripped pants. I don't know why people got such a tough time realizing that some people just want holes in their jeans. Yeah, who cares? It, they're, they're buying them. What do you care? It's not all like right. that's all they're selling. I can yeah. see that if you go and like they only sell jeans with holes and I have to take them and have them hemmed or sewn up like in the world right, right. but but no what do you care luxury cars they say for this it's funny how th- times have changed but seventy five thousand dollars or more on a luxury car Oof. to me <coughs> that's rich people toys i mean that's just you can afford it or you can't and when you start making that much money should you give all your extra money to charity i don't know okay whatever we could talk about that the philosophy of it all but if you can afford an expensive car, it's just something it. else out there. I'm guessing you worked for it. You right. figured it out. You schemed for it somehow. Someone's got to make That's something expensive right. for people to spend the money. And by the way, are I just we don't hate pretend? rich people. I don't either. At least not all of them. Right. And I don't hate I them don't at hate loan them for being rich. rich. Right. No, exactly. I don't hate people for being rich. And w- I don't know if these people are implying this or not, but a $75,000 car is a lot better in a lot of ways than a $20,000 car or a $100,000 car. Now, you can say like, oh, but... You know, it's not as reliable. Or okay, yeah, but there's other reasons that it's expensive beyond just prestige. I get if you're wow. saying like putting a name brand on a purse or something. That's the only reason you you've got it. But with a car, there are tangible differences that you can see and feel. Yeah, anyway. and that people driving next to you know I spent a hundred thousand. That too, it still right. exists, yeah, sure, but it's also nicer and faster, and you know, it's different. Anyway, obviously, uh, I don't agree with that one, but that's fine. Now, this one I've seen. This was on that's here last year a too. Cadillac, by the way. Uh-huh. I yeah, not a seventy five thousand no, dollar one, but a nice Cadillac. Uh, skins and video games. This is like when uh, Fortnite and all these first oh, yeah. person shooters and stuff, where kids pay for the space suit or whatever it is, yeah. and that being that's been on the list now for like five years running. Again, sure, that's a waste of money, but it's a waste of money in the same way that 
I don't know, <clears throat> buying clothes you don't need are a waste of money, right? I mean, yeah, it's not. I don't. I don't know. If your kid asks you for, and I don't know how much it costs. If your kid's asking you for two hundred bucks, or if he charges a credit card two hundred bucks, so that he can get some sort of limited edition Adidas shirt on his avatar in the video game, then yeah, that's ridiculous. But. Whatever. You're playing online with other people. It's public just like everything exactly. else. Just like, like going to school. It's no different between putting clothes on your... I mean, I know people are going to say, no, well, clothes are for shelter or whatever. But no, it's a status symbol. And so you get that. Your person on that video game is what your friends see. Right. So, so you're doing it for the same thing, same reason, for status. Yep. Just like those I want. Shoes. I want my person to look cool. That's my person. Yep. Instead of I want me to look cool, now I got an extra thing to make look cool. It's me and that person. So it's, that's what I'm saying. No, no dumber than buying expensive shoes you don't need or whatever to go to school. Buying Starbucks every day, they say that'll cost you about, according to this, $1,600 a year. I'm surprised, mm-hmm. actually, if you told me Starbucks every day just made me come up with a number. I might think it's a couple grand. Just seven days a week here with Starbucks? They're only doing weekdays? Well, so you're 25 guess, bucks a week, probably. Five bucks a day. I don't know what it costs. I don't go enough anymore. There's not one near me, and I just I don't get out of the house all that often. But... When we lived in Seattle, we drank coffee out all the mm-hmm. time because it was everywhere, and we were walking yeah. everywhere, and you drink it all damn day. You stop to get coffee sometimes at a non-gas station. I, I know most of the time you drink 7-Eleven. Yeah, so 7-Eleven or scooters. What's a latte cost you these days? Four or five bucks. That's what I thought. I thought it was like yeah. four or five bucks a drink. Uh, buying lottery tickets. Okay, I know that's yeah. always on the list, but... There's risk and reward. I, for me, yes. Am I going to win Powerball? No. Okay? Man, you I don't know it. that. I don't know that. I know you can't win if you don't buy it. Right. That's, that's, that's part of it. The other thing is, too, like buying a scratcher ticket or something, I like knowing that it's there. When it's sitting there, unscratched on the table, there's still something hope. left for me to do, and it's that piece of hope, yeah. right? Because I know the other pieces of paper that are laying on that same table, they're not worth $100,000. Uh, there's no, no hope no, no hope at all. But that one that hasn't right, been sure. scratched yet, that's something. Uh, food delivery apps made it high on the list this yeah. year, I guess because you know post-COVID, people are saying that we just got into the habit of having DoorDash and Uber Eats and all that, and it's inflated menu prices and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's expensive, I guess. Um, to me, that's one of those things, though, again, is, is it a waste of money or is it just expensive and maybe you, it's an expense that you can't really afford? Then, okay, right. fine. But it does obviously offer something. To right. me, a waste of money is something that doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve a purpose. It doesn't help you really in, in hardly any I way. I don't think you're going to find any of those things. Well, I don't got, think there's anything that's like that. Right. Something is offering someone something or they wouldn't be making it. Because right. healing crystals are next on the list. And I get it. Okay. That, to me, is more in line with, hey, this doesn't do what it it's says it's supposed money. to do. Or copper bands that are supposed to make you feel better. <laughs> right. Yes. The copper fed thing. Or, but you know what? Maybe it does help some people. Yeah. If and it maybe it's you... just like that lottery ticket for you. You know what? If I put this on, maybe I, I hope I'll feel better. Yeah. And maybe you're just paying that 30 bucks for healing crystals or that copper band. Really, what you're paying for is hope. And if you're going to tell me that when that thing comes in the mail and you think I might feel better or I might get rich, that hope has uh, no price tag to it, I tell you you're wrong. Yep. I mean, I spend 50 bucks a month on powdered meal replacement. supposed to be the perfect diet. And I've got a pretty good feeling that in that one little scoop, that's probably not a perfect diet. Right? I don't know what all's in there, but I'm guessing that we weren't designed to just eat that and that that's not going to make me a whole hell of a lot healthier. But in my mind, I feel good about doing it. Right. Because that's why I do it. If that's what crystals do for you, then do it. uh, Spending a bunch of money on weddings, this to me sounds like people who've been divorced. And right. I just jaded about it. Look, if you've dreamed about a big wedding for your, your whole life, then that's your thing. Uh, smoking, vaping, tobacco products. Again, yeah. uh, okay, it's that's more bad for you than it is a waste of money. I mean, 
there's an obvious reason why it's so popular and why so many people huh. use it. I'm not trying to get anyone good. hooked on nicotine, but let's not pretend like it doesn't do anything and it's all right. in your head. Uh, upgrading your phone every year. These are the top three. Upgrading your phone every year, which I feel like fewer and fewer people do. That was, you know, when the iPhones were new, that was a thing. A lot of people would upgrade their phone every year. But I feel like even just the three of us, we tend to hold on to the same phones now a lot longer than we used to until we just break them yeah. or something. We're I don't not, even know which one I have. Right. That's the other thing. You ask someone, they go, what do you have? And you're like, oh, is it an 11 maybe? I'm not exactly. It right. works. I know that it works. That's the problem is that they, they make them work Lord, too well for too well, long. Also, they make them too, too many new ones. Yeah. It used to be an event. It was like every three years, oh, look, it's the iPhone 7. And it You're offered like, something so and different. Really different. Yeah. Like, you know, now it's like it just looks what is it, like an extra hole on the camera. The camera's a little better. Wait, right. uh, you can do portrait mode, and you're like, I'm still not positive that I care about portrait mode. No. You're making me think I should, but uh, internet uh, services that don't offer unlimited data, whether this is for your cell phone or your home. I guess there's home internet that still caps how much data you have. Okay, that is a waste of money, and that does seem ridiculous. And the number one thing, which this was number one, I guess, eh, a couple years ago, edible gold flakes on your food. That came in at number one for the biggest waste of money. Once again, though, if I got the money for it. No, that's, I'm, that's as close to that, a waste that, as I can think. That's right up there with the right the uh, chains or whatever, but or the crystals. But I guess I'm thinking of two chains. But... It's also kind of like the luxury car, whatever. It's uh, you're showing it off is, a little bit. Right? You're showing off a little bit, but that one is a little bit. If they bring you a tart with a little bit of gold flex on it, though, don't you feel like you're doing pretty well in life? Like, hey, look, look it may make you feel good, right? I get it. Like, look, I got it. I'm eating gold. I'm yeah. eating gold. Have you ever eaten it? I eat gold. Have you ever done it? No, have you? No, I've never done it. I've never eaten gold. I got a lot of other things on list to get to before I'm eating gold, but I'm not opposed to it. I don't think I'm really opposed to any of those things other than owning a printer and maybe the crystals. I don't care anything about the crystals, but the rest of it, I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm a capitalist, I would say. Oh, I like yeah. stuff a lot. Me I'd like too. to have stuff that I don't have. I'd like to continue to get stuff, get more stuff, and dream about getting nicer stuff, yeah. even when I know it's perfectly nice enough. So I'm not good for this. I'm motivated by stuff. Me too. And I disagree that stuff can't bring you happiness because I'm mm. not saying it it's permanent be, happiness. Right. There you go. But it could be for a day. Yeah. Sometimes. It could be for a day. And sometimes a day is all you need. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. So I think that's how I bullied me. In a good fashion, tongue-in-cheek manner. I just don't remember who the smartest kids at my school were. I assume that, like, the valedictorians. Do you have any Indian kids in your school? Well, I, yes. Uh, he. I'm yeah, pretty he sure he was... What's second to valedictorian? Isn't there like a? Uh, there's like two people. Is that right? I don't know if that. I don't even know how to say valedictorian. Is it two words, one word? I'm not really sure. But I know that there was like a girl that gave a speech and a guy that gave a speech, and I sort of remember what they looked like. And, and they were Indian. Uh, he was. I knew him a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I knew of him, but I just saw people were talking about like what happened. So they're they're asking all these people what happened to the smartest kids. From your grade, how did they end up? Are they doing all right? Not the popular kids, right. but the smart kids. I'm like, man, I, I know don't we had know. one kid who went to Yale. That's pretty good. And then I, he went on. He went to Yale, and then he went to play professional soccer in the United States. And then became the gym teacher and soccer coach at my high school. And he was super smart and super nice. Okay, yeah, you're like, okay, well, that's yep. you, got, you know there something. You go. 
I mean, I know what Snow Cone's doing now, so there's one smart kid that mm-hmm. I can see where how things turned out, but I just don't remember. The popular kids are easier to follow because they're more likely to have used social media, sure. and you're, you're more interested to kind of dig them up and see, oh, I wonder what their life looks like now. Did they marry right. their high school sweetheart? But the smart kids, I, I know like what the quarterback did, right? I mean, right, I know all right. that. You look into He's that. financial advisor, like all the stuff you think, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, owns a gutter company, you right. know, stuff like that. You're like, oh, okay, good for them. But I don't remember what happened to the smart kids. Uh, Trump. I'm going to look one up. He made a big announcement last night, and it was uh, not a surprise. I mean, there was a chance that it could be some sort of surprise announcement that wasn't going to involve running for president. But uh, no, he says he's going to run for president. On stage at his South Florida estate, Donald Trump announcing the White House run he's hinted at ever since his 2020 election defeat. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. The former president impeached twice, including for his role in the January 6th insurrection, placing himself at the head of a movement to take power back for his supporters. This is our country, our government. Rolling out a second-term platform that included rolling back COVID mandates, implementing nationwide voter (laughs) ID laws, and executing drug dealers. I feel like... I feel like an idiot yesterday because I was saying, you know, I just don't really Executing understand drug dealers. Yeah, hasn't he, he said that before? Hasn't he? Or is that a new? Well, he did platform? say I did. Re- I'd have to hear it in context because I don't want to be the guy who takes him out of context. But he did say in China that's what they do. Mm-hmm. He said in China, if you get arrested for being a drug dealer, you go to court that day and you're executed at night. And he said that's not a good thing. <laughs> but oh, okay, but kind of like you know maybe it felt like and that's not a good thing. You know. We should at least give him a week at court or something. But I'm like, <laughs> right. All right, you know what? I just read it, so I don't know. You know well, how exactly. long was the speech? Was it like an hour long? I saw so- somebody said something about how Fox News didn't carry all of it. They only carried 40 minutes of it or something. I thought, wait, how long was it? Total. I, so I only saw clips of it that the news showed uh, this morning. I, I'm sure I missed a lot. Yesterday, I asked you, Lazo, why... Why would he run again? Because I, I could see him being nervous about losing. I could see him just being tired of this. I could, you know, he's already done the 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 system is crooked. The election was stolen from me. All that stuff, and like maybe he'd just be tired of it. But I was thinking on the way home last night. You know, he did make a lot of money. He was good at fundraising, but you can't really spend that money to like pay for your Trump you Tower expenses. But yeah, and then Snowcone found uh, someone wrote this on Reddit, and I don't know, it's just a random commenter, but they that said it does sound like it makes sense to a couple of idiots like us. He said, no matter what, Trump will run. He must. He has tens of millions in FEC monitored election funds, and he can't uh, simply put a, put it in his pocket. But what he can do is convert it by spending it on a campaign. He can run events on Trump properties where the Trump campaign pays the Trump property exorbitant amounts for the use of the venue. So all that stuff makes sense. He can say this was for campaigning because I said that I was running for president. He can book suites in the hotels. He He can rent out convention centers. And And he gave the the speech at Mar-a-Lago last night, right? So he could already be making money from that. I'm sure he he also thinks he can win, man. Yeah, that's... And I'm not sure that he can. You're not sure that he can't or can I'm not sure he can't. But that money thing no, makes I'm sense, doesn't it? Doesn't that? It seems like that could be right. He, that's yeah, yeah, but I, I think mean, no, no. I'm scenario. saying, but I, I think even uh, that was probably the first time he ran for president. Yes, that's like I think what he I understood thought. how to make mm. money that whole yeah. time. I think he could figure out another way to do it if he wanted to. Right. But 
you know, I, I think he thinks he can win. I thought then there's no downside. Either he gets that money that he ha- can't spend right now, right. or he wins. Either way, it's upside, right? Right. Exactly, which is, I think, the same thing that happened on the first time he ran. Mm. Yeah, when he thought you he was going to win. Like, I, don't think, I don't think he yeah. thought he was going to win. Everybody says that. He didn't no, think he was going to win. He was yeah. able to put some money through. He was able to think about starting his own TV show. I think he's looking like, hey, right. this is no different than the first time I ran. Mm. Yeah, or the second time I can make all this money, my brand gets bigger. Everything I do, if that's spending federal election money too, and whatever loopholes my lawyers can figure out for me, I can do all of this stuff. Plus, are they really going to prosecute me when I'm running for president? Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like I, you know, nobody's really brought that up. But are they really going to prosecute me for all these things while I'm running for president? I know what they can't do. I know they can't prosecute me if I'm sitting president. Because right, pretty clear, mm-hmm. and it looks right. like they don't really want to prosecute former presidents. Right. So here we go. I mean, I think there. I think what I think is yes, that's true, and I also think there's a lot of other things that go into it, and I think there's no downside. The only downside for him is ego if he loses, but he's already dealt with it. Yeah, he's already he dealt had, with he losing. Had a plan he didn't deal with it good. No, but he had a plan in, in, right. before it ever happened. Exactly, he already dealt with it. They started putting stop the steal together in 2015. Exactly. So he had a plan. Yeah, I, it does seem like possibly the media has a little bit of Trump fatigue, or maybe America has a little bit of Trump fatigue. I read all this stuff this morning about how the different networks had to try to decide how to cover this. And now in the past, you know, they probably would have uh, switched from whatever they were showing and gone to his speech and how they didn't this time. I don't know. I mean, he's announcing that he's going to run. It's uh, 2022. So I, I don't know how they would have handled this two years before. Nobody's but... announced this this early, they said. Okay. That's what I wondered because it did seem I read really that early. somewhere. Someone could correct me. I'm just telling you I read it somewhere. Nobody had announced this early before. I believe that because I thought, man, do we really start this early? I know it's usually the year before, but we got two years to go. Anyhow... We'll see. We'll see how much you wake up in the morning and he's in the paper. or Because he's already been, he was kicked off Twitter, all well, that stuff. That had a huge too. impact. But think about this. DeSantis has still got to govern. Yeah. He could start run, literally running for president now. Which means everything Joe Biden says, everything the Democrats do, everything, even the Republicans who don't like him, everything they do, he can start attacking. Yeah. And start getting in the paper. He can. He can be... A full mile down the road before DeSantis even thinks about entering the race. But did he ever stop doing that stuff? Or are you just saying now that he's officially... Officially in it. That they'll I, cover it. Of course they will. I'm running for president. They'll say presidential nominee. You think he tries to get back on Twitter? Because that was a big thing when Elon took over. Everyone said, oh, well, Trump's no. going to get his Twitter back. And then there was talks that Trump's like, no, I can't because I started this other... What's it called? Truth Social. Truth Social. I think... And I don't I think Elon will put him back on. But that did, well, I think Elon has has maybe said he could be I back on, that, yeah. and that Trump has so far just not taken him up on it. But that could just be rumors. I don't know. It certainly had an impact on how much we saw about Trump, how often we heard about him, and also obviously it's over. The election was a couple years ago. Uh, you know, Trump's been in the news a lot for a long time, so that has a probably the biggest impact on why we hear so much less. But it, it it's going to be harder for him to shock. Not that he won't be shocking. Oh, he can still be not, shocking. Uh, yeah. But in the beginning, everyone was so shocked by everything he said, and it was the big dominant headline on every cable news outlet and every it newspaper. And you think it'll be at that same level? Yep. Well, 
We'll see. Man, you remember president co- tell somebody they got a small <laughs> like it, it? It makes the the press can't ignore that. I know. Like I, I mean, as much as we was like, well, just ignore it. No, they're not. We're not going to ignore it. If he went on TV tomorrow and said, I'll run against DeSantis, but I'll tell you right now, dude's got a little pecker, and I saw him with a hooker. He would just say all that stuff, and we'd be like, God damn. Right. <laughs> we'd have to report it. Like, he know he's not a... I, I'm going to say he's not an idiot. He's not an idiot. but And I'm not saying that he's a great political mind or he knows how to govern, but he certainly knows how to get his name on TV. That's There's no sure. doubt about that. And he and, and to think that he's not going to be able to do that is naive. He will do it. Oh, he'll definitely do it. He was trying to do it last night, for yeah, sure. And here we are. And here we are talking about it. Right. But, you know, I guess my question is, will it be? Certainly, at least people are a little less likely to be shocked by every single thing he says. Because they were shocked by every single thing he said. Can you believe that he would attack the media? I mean, yeah. think about those days. Going back that long, back to 2015, he's when he's talking about how, you know, he could do some it's of that fake stuff news. The him. news is fake news. Like, we've, we've heard that. He's, and that's honestly kind of scary, because he might have to up the ante a little right. bit to get that attention. Casey Anthony is speaking out for the first time since her trial. She's doing a, uh, or I guess she's already done, this uh, Peacock docuseries. It's called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Mm-hmm. And they've been promoting this thing, and they've released some clips. What a horrible name for a story about a kid you burying your yeah, child, Where uh, the Truth Lies. That is... Again, they could have used you on this, Lazo, I think. Not only, like, you, you had to do that on purpose. You did not, like, that's like OJ if I did it. And did Peacock come up with the name and she didn't know? I, I don't know. No, my did, God. Did they have I mean, to get her permission? I mean, I don't know. Time. That's horrible. Sure. Like you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You don't put that out. This is a story about a woman who was accused of burying her child. In the story, in the in the in the documentaries, we called "Where the Truth Lies." Oh no, I, it's on purpose. I'm saying, did yeah. Peacock do that without her even knowing that that's what the series was going to be called? I don't know. But she sits down, talks to the camera. She, surprise, surprise, says that she is innocent. And she renews these claims against her father that he was the one who was responsible for Kaylee's death. Apparently things have changed a little bit. The story she has now is quite a bit different somehow than the story that her defense attorney gave during trial. For the first time on camera. Casey Anthony, the woman infamously accused and later acquitted of murdering her own daughter, Kaylee, is now addressing lingering questions more than a decade after that not guilty decision, including why it took a month to report Kaylee's disappearance and what happened on the last day she saw her daughter. The only person in this world that matters to me still is my daughter, but I'm still defending the fact that I didn't hurt her. Okay. Uh, you know, okay, so she's. I don't a, know what happened. She's not a public figure. She is now because of what happened. Right. But it's not like she's got a political career that she's trying to get back on track or a business that she's trying to run again. So I just don't know exactly what Maybe was wrong the about money, people man. not talking about you. Is that it? Just take the take I'm bad. It's pay- hard for someone named Kaylee Anthony to get a job. Absolutely. Like, it's not easy when you go to apply for a job. So maybe she's like, I got to do this or else I'm not going to survive. And it's not like I can borrow money from my parents. I blame them for a murder. Yeah, I guess I forget that they pay you for these. Of course they do. She needs the money. So and it's also hard to believe that that happened in 2008 and she was acquitted in 2011. Uh It was 11 years ago that that trial ended. I if you told me to guess. And we all think she's guilty. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There was a. It felt like it, but how did a jury let her go? I don't know. 
I didn't follow it that close. Like, I feel, you know, like there's times where we've told, we had to just apologize for something about, uh, and I know it's completely different, but Manti Teow, because all we did was read a couple news articles, and then we actually watched the documentary, and we're like, damn, man. I actually wanted to direct message the guy and apologize for what I said that he, I know he never heard. It says each episode of this spans more than an hour, heavily features interviews from members of Anthony's former defense team. Uh, it also says that she stopped short of alleging her father, 71-year-old George Anthony, intentionally killed Kaylee, but heavily accused the man of being somehow involved. Quote, I'm not outright accusing him of murder, but it wasn't an accident in the pool. What does that mean? If it wasn't an accident... But you're not outright accusing him of murder. Maybe she's saying he was punishing her and it went too far, right? Or well, then her death was playing with her. Yeah, throwing her up and you know dunking her underwater. I don't know what she's saying. I didn't see it. George Anthony told Fox News Digital on Wednesday that. But I know I thought Scott Peterson did it for sure, and then I watched some of those documentaries. I'm like, boy, I'm not sure Scott Peterson's guilty. I felt like there was a little bit of reasonable doubt in that one. Yeah, you know? I'm being honest. Like there was right. like something there. George Anthony told Fox News Digital on Wednesday that he has been in contact with an attorney. He would not comment when contacted on Tuesday, <laughs> noting that he wanted to first watch the full documentary. So you will go. you watch it, Laszlo? Uh, that will be one that I would certainly turn on. That's one that I, see, I, I will have to watch. I know you'll watch the whole thing. That's one that I will turn on and see how I feel 35 minutes in. I'm just shocked that she. Some of them I like, like uh, the Scott Peterson one. I'm like, all right, I'm in. The uh, oh god, uh, Bonet, Lisa Bonet, or John Bonet? I mean, John Bonet, <laughs> not like, Lisa Bonet, <laughs> Lisa Bonet, John Bonet, John Bonet. Like, so I turn those on. I'm like, all right, I'm out. I don't know There's why. Been a few you know, of those. Some of them I'm are like, okay, than whatever. I'm, not, I'm I'm good. And what was the one? The uh, and now I can't think of her name, but the the. Mormon mom from Idaho and Arizona that was in Hawaii that we oh, yeah. talked about. They put out another documentary about her docu-series on Netflix. And I know you said you kind of lost interest. Some of those, it's just too many things too close together. With right. this, I mean, I haven't, they haven't talked about her in This a long will be time. one that I'll be interested in because it's like, oh, and I forgot about that. That's Absolutely. interesting. As opposed to, oh, I never knew about this. I don't remember time. most right. of these details. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back and finish doom scrolling. The Church Shot Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? Well, uh, we're finishing the news, and Mm -hmm. uh, a missile hit Poland, which isn't good because they're a NATO country, and if Russia fired that, then that should mean that... uh, you know, any attack on a NATO country, something, 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 right? You've heard that before. Like an uh, attack on a NATO country, the attack on us all? Yeah, and so then we got to... Um, then we got to go to war with Russia? So this missile hits, but then they're like, we don't think Russia did that. Of course you don't. I, I mean, seriously, this morning, the United States was like, we don't think Russia well, did who that. who did it then? Tur- that's what I want to know. Who did it? Like, we also haven't confirmed that these photos are accurate we don't know but it did kill a couple people right there on the border yesterday two people were killed when a missile (laughs) fell in a polish village near the border with ukraine this is now the first time the war has spilled over into a neighboring country a nation that's also a nato member and that's the major question this morning whose missiles are these and where were they fired from russia has vehemently denied that they are responsible poland's president says there's no concrete evidence on who fired the missile but an investigation is now underway Okay. There well, you go. I, I don't know where else would it be coming from. Maybe there was, maybe someone put in the coordinates wrong on the. Oh, well, if I know the United States at all, you know, 
That missile will have come directly from someone in the Middle East who <laughs> right who controls oil prices. Boy, Being a rogue terrorists! They shot that thing from Qatar. Those bastards! Yeah. Like, okay, and not only are we Here boycotting we the World Cup, we're going to go take over the country and liberate these people. <laughs> right. And they're going to send you, Lazo, because I'm pretty well, sure... they sent me once. They can't send me again. That's they, the rule. They need someone with experience. You've seen what's they been going on in Russia. Again. It's the rule. You've seen what's been going on in Russia. They've been recruiting people who are past I'm their military back. age, and they're even signing up teenagers now. I'm not going back. Well, I don't know if that's up to you or Mr. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden. I think he makes you that You are the one who would be decision. more likely to go. Mm, I got a heart murmur. Or I did. You're, uh, I can get my cardiologist on the phone. He'll tell you I got no business being over there. You're uh, a bone spurs. Quite the Call of Duty player. Yeah, but that's not the same, I hear. Well, it's exactly the same. No, they say there's quite a few differences. There actually. isn't really. Uh, it's exactly the same. I remember it being just like Call of Duty. Those four University of Idaho students who were found dead, this has been It was probably as big a story as there was yesterday and then again this morning, maybe just because... There's so little information that was being released. They said that these four students had been killed, and they weren't saying anything else. They were not saying how they died. Then this morning they say, we've got new information. It sounds like they were beaten to death. And they're saying, we think that this could have been some sort of crime of passion, but we don't actually know. In the small town of Moscow, Idaho, the violent murders of four college students have the tight-knit University of Idaho community on edge. The close friends were found dead in a home near campus on Sunday. The coroner still processing the gruesome murder scene. It was very, very traumatic. Autopsy results are pending, though the deaths have been ruled homicides. Investigators think that an edged weapon like a knife was used and that this was an isolated targeted attack. Police say there are no suspects in custody and motives remain unclear. The mayor telling the New York Times it may have been a crime of passion, but later saying we don't really know what it was. That's something when you're mayor, right? You're like, might have been a crime of passion. And you're like, but you know what? We don't know. I get what they're saying, though. If you stab someone, beat someone, they usually think that's a very intimate crime. That's more likely to they be do? a crime of passion. Yeah. If you're angry at someone and you really dislike them, you have a relationship with them in some you know, then form you stab or another, them? then you're more likely to stab them or beat them to death hmm. as opposed to just going in and, and shooting people. It's a crime of passion. I see. Crime of passion, they say. You know, and there's always overkill involved, too. Yeah, like you punch them too many times. Yeah, you didn't need to stab them a hundred times. Right, the I see. first four probably would have taken care of it. Well, you watch a lot of that crime yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. I do indeed. In Pennsylvania, some thieves... A lot of it. Car thieves went up to a woman at the bus stop, and they said, Give us your keys. We're taking your car. And they did. They took her keys, and they took her car. I would be so screwed in that situation. What? I can never find my keys. Yeah, you're right. They probably just... I'd just be like, look, I don't know around. where the keys are, but it's running, <laughs> right. and they're somewhere in the car because it's got an auto start, so like, I, but just, I don't, they're like, no, you're trying to mess with us? I'm like, seriously, like, they're under the seat somewhere, <laughs> I don't know, in the bot. like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's a situation where I just get killed. That's true. Let that be a lesson. Like he, He's saying it now, okay? Right. He's, he's I telling don't you know he doesn't where my keys are. And I can vouch for that. He doesn't know where his keys are right now. Right now, I don't. You don't really know, right? They're somewhere in the car because it starts. Right. Or somewhere on your person, somewhere maybe, or no. I think they're in the car. Okay. Somewhere in the car. Enough that if you leave the car running, like if someone comes up in car jacks and you got the key in your pocket and then you get out and then they drive off without the key, does it 
doesn't stop the car, does it? No, I, I think it warns you, like the key. But it won't start again. Car, but then it just won't start again. Well, in <laughs> in uh, this instance, the thieves decided to connect their phone. You know, like when you go to rent a car and you still see that those old phones are connected to the infotainment center, and it says, you know, mm. Tyler's iPhone or whatever. Which I always delete that just in case. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what information they get from that. I didn't steal the rental, but it just seems weird that my name's still up there. These guys didn't think about that because there was already some security footage from the bus stop, and someone thought they recognized one of these guys because um, this guy works at a high school, and he thought it was one of his former students. And then when they find the car a couple of hours later and they look at the infotainment center, his name was right there because it, his phone had been connected. Earlier this month, the, the woman, the victim, says she was getting off the bus, came down here to the parking lot to get in her car when two men approached her, took her keys, and phone and took off with the car. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. We already know that if your phone, if you've got your phone on you, there's a good chance it's tracking where you are, depending on how you've oh, got sure. your settings and everything else. So you already know that. Certainly you would think. I see how you forget that, though. You're just used to having your phone on. You hear about people who, like those kids who vandalized the school, and when they got close enough to the school, their phone's automatically connected to the school's Wi-Fi. Right. Like, oh, why'd your phone connect at midnight? I get how that stuff happens. But when you go so far as to say connect to CarPlay or connect Bluetooth... Yeah, you but you might think, just plug it in through the aux wire to yep. listen to Kanye, and then all of a sudden it's got you connected. You're not thinking about it. You're driving around in a car. Like, I get how it can happen. Yeah. Well, and then once you plug it in, guy. you're listening, and then you're like, wait, can they trace my phone to this? And somebody's like, nah. Nah. It's just a cable, just man, right? Yeah, no, of course not. So let that be a lesson if you're thinking about stealing someone's car. Don't uh, don't plug it in. Don't plug your phone no. in and don't connect to uh, Bluetooth. Big local news in Kansas City, the city where I was born and raised, Laszlo, yes. the city that you adopted as an adult. Yes. Big debate about the baseball team yeah, and why? what to do with the baseball team. I was watching KSHB, and they were interviewing people out on the streets and at bars and stuff, asking them, you know, what do you think about the uh, park being moved downtown? How do you feel about that? Now, I just kind of expect that almost everyone is going to say, yeah, that'd be great, but you know, is no, it going to happen? Don't. But they really don't. I know there are some people that don't. I don't understand. I know there's some people that don't. My brother doesn't want it downtown why? for some reason. I, I don't know. He likes the parking, which is the thing that I hear people what? talk about a lot. I know I don't. It seems like you can get around that. Other cities have figured out a way. But anyway, I would just also expect it to at least be like, like 90% you know. people pro that they'd want it downtown. But it seems like when they go out on the street, there's quite a few people who are against the this. The parking is easy to get in and out. The experience that you get at Kauffman Stadium is a great one. No, it's not. And it's horrible to get downtown. You know, just the traffic uh, tailgating like this. You're just sitting around having a good time with your friends. At the end of the day, the location where the stadium's at currently... It's tricky to draw the tourism side of things. You go to the game and you leave. Would I go downtown? Yes. I'm a season ticket holder. I'm going to go downtown if that's where they were playing ball. But I'd rather stay here. But you'd yes. rather stay here. It's interesting. I mean, look, I guess there's no right well, answer. This is where you go and tailgate. I go to so many baseball games. There's never anyone tailgating. Tailgating seems like never. a football it's like, If it is, it's like one car with a small little barbecue girl it's not like a chiefs game right you're lying about it it's not true and you drive down if, I, if i'm with the boys i go we we get something to eat in overland park we drive to the game we watch the game and then we drive back to overland park why would you want why would you want to do that 
Aren't you tailgating? If you are Put tailgating out of necessity because you, there's nowhere to go? Put it downtown where we can go. We can park. We can get something to eat downtown. We can spend our money downtown. We can go to the game. We can hang out afterwards. All of those things matter. In a multi-page statement posted Tuesday by Royals chairman and CEO John Sherman, they said the Royals want to move out of Coffin and address the idea of a downtown stadium. There's even some mock-ups of the downtown stadium, which I've seen awesome. different mock-ups over the years. They all look cool. This one looks very cool to me. Um, I mean, you can go online and, and read the full statement. I assume, though, that you've already got a, a side that you've chosen. I, I just don't get, so the, I don't get the idea of why you want to keep it out in Raytown. It's, uh, I'm being honest. Like Maybe if you're a Chiefs fan, you're like, hey, the tradition is we get there eight hours early and we all barbecue. Okay, right. I don't love that, but you know what? I'm not originally from here, so whatever, if that's your thing. But I know that's not happening at Royals games. I know it's not happening. Put it downtown. Because you're, you're, you're drinking beers in the parking lot or making food in the parking lot because... You have to. If you are, which I'm with you, last right. at Royals games, I don't see many no. people tailgating. No. And if you bring someone in from out of town and you're going to show Why much- would you come here as a guy who travels from city to city every summer to go to different ballparks? This would not be on my list. Because I'd be like, well, where do I go stay? I go stay at the plaza. Then, what, I got to rent a car and I got to drive to Rachel. Well, where can I stay around there? If I came... To Kansas City on vacation to travel to a Major League Baseball park and stay at the Jury Inn. And then I'd be like, what is this? Why is this? What is this? That's not a thing. Or you stay downtown and pay 60 bucks for an Uber or whatever it is because you're like, wait, where's the stadium? <coughs> right. You, know, you come into town, you're like, I'll it's stay somewhere downtown. It just it seems like the vast majority of people so will be excited by it. But. Give us a different opinion. Are you the guy who wants to keep it there? No, I, I definitely want to keep Arrowhead for the tailgating, but you're right. There's not The tailgating is not the same. And there's no, there's so many more cars to contend with at a Chiefs game. Even yeah, even so with the more. extremely high price of parking, there's still really not enough I'm room. like, where are they going to put all these things? Like, Bill, look. I'm just worried about the construction, how long that'll take. It's going to close well, that's, yeah, well, you know what's going to be inconvenient? I know, I know, It's going to be inconvenient to make your city better for future I, people. I how about that? I get it. You know, right? He says here, uh, the renovation. You live in, like, Lake of the Forest or whatever. <laughs> like, what do you care? <laughs> You're right. I'm like, I hear people complain. I'm like, and I click on the thing, it says they live in Olathe. I'm like, shut up. No, you're right. And 22 years ago, there wasn't anyone downtown ever. When I first got here, ever. there was no one there. At nighttime, no. you no could one. fire off a cannon and I no one would hear I first got it. here and moved here and drove downtown. I was like, wow. Not a lot No going one lives on. here. Yep. There's nothing here. It was basically the lights were turned off. Yeah. There was a couple of things. Like Detroit. No. I'm <laughs> no. being honest because I moved here from Detroit, and I was like, yeah, there's stuff going on in Detroit. We had Greek really? town. We had areas of where people were. A casino. Casinos and yeah. things that were going on. I moved here. There's literally no one downtown. Nope. Just and I've gone Walmart. across the country to different ballparks and different fields and gone to them, and they are vibrant communities. And, yes, it's not going to be that way right away. Right. There are places around Detroit and old Detroit Tiger Stadium and in San Diego when we went there that have bars that have been around for 70 years, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, home plate signed by Ty Cobb and mm-hmm. on the walls. But that can happen. 
That that can happen. You can start to build tradition. It doesn't. You can't start yesterday, but what you can start is to build tradition and make it a really cool downtown, vibrant Our area. Our kids will enjoy it. Yes, and their kids, mm-hmm. and go there and be like my grandpa used to come here and have a couple of beers before the game, right? And there's no, there's nothing that says that you wouldn't be able to enjoy this in your lifetime. You're not ninety. I right. mean, yes, it's going to. Yeah, I'm just saying, while, like, but... as you continue yes. for years and years and years. You know, more and more important things will happen, and it'll be a part of your city, not Raytown. Yeah. Like, if you walk in downtown Detroit and you walk, there's a corner at Michigan Trumbull and say, this is the, it's just a plaque on the ground. It just says, the oldest spot in the United States where professional baseball has ever played was started on this corner. You'll start to have those things. Baseball in and of itself is a sport about tradition. And you're going to start building it because there isn't any out there in Raytown. It, don't tell me you feel like, oh, when I go out there, I'm like, well, this is the place where the 25th. No, you don't. Right. No, you don't. Right, it's right. got nothing to it. And the team is saying that in order to achieve the objectives that they have for getting a, the stadium, you know, where they like it to be, uh-huh. it would cost basically as much to update sure. the one they've got as it would to build a new one downtown. Whether or not that's true, I don't. I understand people, taxpayers, being a little bit skeptical too. Like, hey, you know, we can have that debate about why do fan bases have to pay for this stuff? Why don't owners pay for this stuff? But that's the way it is. And right. we're already in, and I think most of us, if we take a vote right now, would say, yeah, we'd rather, sure, we, do we wish it worked differently? Probably. But are we willing to give up our team over it? No, we're not. Yeah. So. Well, I guarantee you, you fight it too much, and it'll end up it'll in Kansas gone. City, Kansas. It, it'll be gone. Exactly. Right. The Church of Laszlo. What are you doing? I'm um, reading these questions. I love when women post these anonymous questions for guys. Sure, I got you. Things that they, you know, they want to know. This is just from a couple of days ago, and I'm just now seeing it. I mean, I remember th- there's been a couple that, uh, you know, the floating one became a, a, a topic, I think, okay. on our show for a, quite a while. I think we even had to go home and do homework because it wasn't something any of us had ever thought of, but apparently it's something that sure. some women want to know. But some of these questions are – they're mostly sexual, but a lot of them are also just kind of genuine and, and – if it's even possible, wholesome in a way. Okay, like here's one, Laszlo. Uh, how many times can a man orgasm during sex? Now, that just depends on the guy, right? Sure. Generally speaking, you, wouldn't you say the majority of men, it's one time? Yeah. Right? You're willing to uh, agree that that's probably yes. the case. You're a bit of a anomaly. Uh, I can just keep going. I have the ability to just keep going. Um, there are, okay, so like, this is a good one. Can men ever find a woman with thin lips attractive? Yeah, I don't even notice that. We don't notice. Right. This is one of those things that clearly because of the, I don't know if it's just Instagram, but uh, you know, the lip injection industry, big lip injection industry, making women think this is something that people are worried about. But I mean, imagine writing that. She's like, have you ever seen a woman with thin lips that you found attractive? Is it possible? Yes. I, I I really could, if you ask me, what is hey this this girl she's beautiful I just saw her if I'm telling Lazo about that he's never going to ask me what her lips look like and I'm not almost positive I wouldn't be able to tell him anyway. Right, I was going to ask you like do you know if your girlfriend has no yeah right mm-hmm. I'm afraid to admit it right now like that's something I should know mm-hmm. I guess but I don't think about right. it I I just don't I'll, now this one I thought was interesting too a lot of women are very they're very self conscious about. 
uh, maybe get the, the beep button ready here. I don't know something, but they're very con- self-conscious about their anus, and they want to know if we look at it. If we, okay, I don't, but Slim and Snowcone <laughs> do. Do we? Not only do they look do, at it, do they, we notice it? They, okay, they, okay. So that's just that's going to vary. It, I guess I don't know. They that's going to vary based on the individual. Yeah, I'm not looking at your anus. Well, I don't want to look at your anus because some of these girls are talking about. I don't even want to know you have one. To be honest with you. Oh, it's like the. Eggs thing with you, yeah, huh? right? Yeah, Mm-mm. interesting. Yeah, because they were talking about how they'll avoid certain positions because they're afraid that we look. And then they're like, "Well, but do do guys even look?" Well, I guess it just depends on the guy. But I mean, Snowcone, you you look right? Sure, sure. I mean, sure. I'm looking at everything though. I mean, it's there. Me. Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm looking it's, around. It's there. Right. You got a mole on you your back. You look at it like you. it's a menu at a fine dining <laughs> restaurant. You look at it like. Uh, how often? Are involuntary public arousal moments actually an issue? How often does that happen? I would say age has a lot to do yeah, with how never, you answer no. this one. Never? No, not really. Really? I mean, obviously, when you're in junior high, high school, all it's happening time. all the time. All the time. But it, you, you never, like, sit up from your computer there and go, whoa. And you didn't even realize it until you stood up? No. Wow. Okay. You know why? Because I'm a, I'm, I'm a grown man. Well, I, I'm not saying that it happens often. I'm just I saying that my it, does that, it's also though I'm not a huge. It's not a huge issue because we know how to. We've dealt with it for a long time. We know how to hide yeah. it, and, and I go uh, and control my wiener. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. I'm uh, involuntary things. It's still child. possible. It doesn't have to be sexual. Okay. Do we as men actually pleasure ourselves to the naked pictures that girls send? Yes. I would assume that. Lots of men do, right? Yes. I, safe to assume maybe the majority. I'm not saying that all of them do. Yes. But I saw several girls on here yes. talking about how you know they send the pictures, but is it just so that they have some sort of leverage? No, 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 no. This isn't like a blackmailing thing. Well, I'm sure they, some guys do. But sure. Yeah, but even but, even those guys who are doing that are still yeah they, they still pleasure themselves to your pictures, ladies. Right. They they don't be so insecure. They, they genuinely want them. Now this is a really great question. The moment of clarity that we talk about all the time. Yeah, They want to know, as a guy, can you still have a moment of clarity after having sex with someone you love or you're married to or you know, in a relationship? Do you still have a moment of clarity? Can you still have a moment of clarity? Yes. Absolutely. And yes. it never dawned on me that I get why you would ask that question. I just had never thought of it before. But, yeah, it's a different kind of clarity most times. Or, or at least yeah, you can have. I guess you can have a moment of clarity like that. Is I'm happy and this is the right thing. Sure, you can yeah. have that. But you know, for the most part, it's usually not that. I'm being honest. Like for most guys, it's usually not that. Right, and, but I'm saying you can still have that moment of clarity. That's uh, even if it's just like, well, man, I I can't believe that I got this whole thing made such a big production out of this whole thing. You know, we didn't oh, need to do all this. You know, you can have a moment of clarity. Where, like I'm incredibly lucky. Yeah, I'm just saying that ninety percent of the time, it's usually like, oh man. What am I doing here? Okay. What am I doing here? Right? I mean, let's be honest. That's it. Like, where, 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 what am I doing? When it's someone... Am I in the right spot? If it doesn't matter, even okay. if it's in a relationship, a lot of times it's like, yo, what? All right. You got like five minutes here, man. Figure out your life. Where are you? What are you doing? Is this the right thing? Like, that's the clarity that you get. It's a good time to find out, to ask yourself if you're happy. That's, yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Because there you go. I mean, there's nothing else getting in the way now. Right. You know it. So take that moment and ask yep. yourself. This is one I've never heard before. Uh, they want to know, do guys feel 
women's boobs when we hug? Like, obviously, yes. we're aware, but is it noticeable? Yes. Is it hard not to think about it? Do we always think about yes. it? Um, I mean, obviously. Yes. I'm going to go with Lazo here that, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, you're, if you're hugging now. That's how I get a grief boner. Oddly, the uh, that's how you get a grief boner? Yeah. Thought you uh, were in control of your boners there. Well, I guess you wanted it, so that's. <laughs> but you know, like a girl, control. she's crying. Like, oh my god, I had this horrible day at work. You're like, oh, okay, give me a hug, and then you're like, oh man, you're hot. And you get a boner, and you're supposed to be like, you know, consoling her and being like a human being. I understand that. Like, it's wrong. Like, oh my god, my grandpa passed. You're like, I know, and then you give him a hug, and you're like, yeah, but I can feel your bare leg. <laughs> against me and you get a boner it's a grief yeah, boner and there's the, nothing i can do about it and i know it makes me a bad person i know that the but i get it time. and everybody guy every guy gets it there's a difference grief though, boners a difference between hugging someone maybe just because it happens so much more often throughout life where you hug someone and sure is their chest against my chest okay sure fine there's nothing very different about that and for whatever reason when you go you know, it gets your hair cut, and she's washing your hair in the oh, sink, yeah. and it, and sure. instead of it, they're touching your chest. Now sure. they're touching your elbow or something. I don't know why that is. It's not like you're grabbing them with your hands, but it's just it's it's touching a different part of your body that you know it's just slightly slightly um slightly rarer, and which right. makes it in my mind a little more sure. exciting. But do we? And only if they're big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being honest. Like, you know, hey, you're asking a question. Like, if I'm getting my hair cut and it's by a girl who does not, it doesn't mean I like them or don't like them, or I think the girl's attractive or not attractive, but if I'm, she's just kind of rubbing it, it's more like, oh, okay. But if they are big breasts and they rub against my head while you're cutting my hair, I'm like, this is awesome. Well, I thought that one was right. Because when they asked about it, they said that basically the majority of guys who were answering that said that they don't notice when they're Yeah, the like majority of guys are liars. minority of guys do notice it. I feel like, yeah, of course you notice. How could of course you not they notice? notice? Are you thinking like boobs, boobs, boobs? Not necessarily, no. no I'm not, not thinking it. Well, I'm not trying to say that it's that I'm above it. I'm just saying that I get if that's what they're going for. But don't tell me that you don't notice. Of course you notice. I mean, you, can you If a girl comes it? up and hugs you and has big boobs and her boobs press against your chest as she hugs you, you notice that she has boobs. Right. There's no way you don't. How, how could you not? Right. Now, the next one, I don't know how to ask carefully, and I already know your answer to this, Laszlo. Yes. Do men ever actually enjoy uh, performing that... Uh, uh, performing no. that... Or is it well, just yes, something I guess that's some do. done? Some loves they, it. Is it just something that's done to be kind or well, a gentleman or a still going loves it? But he was uh, raised by women, so oh yeah, you love know. it, right? That's like one of your things. I loves it. Heard other love it. guys say that they love, love it. it. Like even talk about man, you know what? And then they start. They, that's what they talk about. They start. I don't get it. Tell me how they fantasize about this with this like person, how why with this celebrity in a, It's so gratuitous. Yeah, it's the best. I don't know. I I assume that it's. What do you think the percentages are there? 50, 50? 50, 50, oh, 50 no, percent of them are doing it. Lower. 50 percent of them are doing it because it's the right thing. Everybody does it, but I'm saying the people who say, like, that's my favorite thing. Oh, no, just that enjoy it, though. Like, actually enjoy when it. When you enjoy that part of it, you enjoy with the, oh, the whole experience. Right. Right? Like, if you just said, if you just said, you like that, that's it. That's all you can do. You get to do just that. Oh, yeah. How many people are going to take you up on that? Off? Like, this is, I mean, snow cone, and that's it. It's got to be a pretty small <laughs> robber. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm not doing Like, if they're like, well, this, this is what we can do. There um, was a movie where the girl did that to the guy. I don't remember what it was, but somebody will know. And it was like, this is all you get to do. 
Like, uh, what? oh yeah, actually there was uh, there was a, a episode of Workaholics too where he was dating that girl at work. I think she was the boss, and that was all that he was allowed to do. And I think he was hoping that eventually you get to do something. Right. Else, but that's all that he was doing. Yeah, no. And the whole point of that joke was supposed to be like, oh, this poor guy. I mean, clearly right. it seemed to me maybe I'm just putting my. Michelle goes like, oh, I'll do it. He's not the only uh, one though. Yeah. I've I've heard other people talk about like it's their f- absolute favorite thing. Do they say that though, Laszlo, to try and get that out there? Yes, to try and, and also the they say it because they're not because it's like the whole experience. Yeah, but if you said you're only going to like, I can't believe that somebody would say yeah. you're only going to do. And ladies, the same thing. Like you're only going to do that. That's all you get. I can't believe there'd be women who are like, yeah. I mean, of course there'd be some. Everybody's they're outliers and some fetish and whatever. But I just can't believe the any sort of even a vast minority would say, "Yeah, just let me do that, and we, I can be happy." Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. I'm, I'm sorry, Snowcone. I, I believe that you like it. I just I'm not positive that you like it as much as you say you do, and what right. your motives are there. This is a fairly common question, or at least some version of this question. But again, these are questions that women wanted to ask men anonymously. They're too embarrassed to ask. What happens to our testicles when we ride a bike? When we get on a stationary bike, ride a bicycle, where do they go? Yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, I don't, as a guy... I don't really know that answer. I was going to say the same thing. Because sometimes they, like, hurt and you just kind of adjust. Yep. And they just, I don't know if they sit on, like, both of them on one side, one on each side, both of them kind of up. They, you just, I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but you just kind of move until it feels right. I, Am I right about that? Like, I don't think, know which way they're sitting. Like, I think they go in I front. just get on it, maybe. I just get on the bike, and then I'm like, ow! And then I move a little bit to the right, and I'm like, okay, cool. My nuts are fine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm trying to imagine. I'm pretty sure that they go in front. Obviously, everyone's body's different, too, so I don't I know. I don't mind going on, like, either side, kind of. Yeah, maybe. Now, there's that. Some of those bicycles have the, the hole in the seat, and I think people think that that's what it's for. And maybe it is. I've certainly never... Uh, sat on a bicycle with one of those things and go, okay, that's what this is for, and I'm going to tuck them in. You just sort of sit down. Yeah. Really, it's you know what, Lazy, you wait for something bad to happen. That's what you do. It's less preventative, and it's more, we'll just live our lives, try and live Let's as normal a life as we around. can, and then if something hurts, then we'll adjust. But as yeah. far as where it goes on a bike, even as a guy... Hey, is that really Nick right? That's Nick. We're going right, to talk to Nick, Nick. Wright next. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, my man Nick Wright, how are you? What up, you guys? Can I tell you guys something? Sure. Your guys' podcast is outstanding. Well, I'm not talking about the radio show. The radio show's been great. But I now, I'm very behind. During football season, it happens every year, I get behind on the show. So I am, I am to like the end of October-ish on the actual show. And I listen to everything sequentially, except for the podcast, which every Saturday, as soon as it pops up on my feed... I listen to. I love it. I don't Thank even you. care about Scientology. I like this week's episode. The divorce episode was a little heavy, but it was quite good. <laughs> but I like them all. It's a great job. Well, thank you. Um, I, yeah, Spencer does a good job. I also liked how on this last one, at the end, there was like, it was like Spencer tried to make it like it was cereal or something, and what? he was like, there's new music, and it's like, this was produced by Spencer Wolf. Yeah, oh, yeah. good, right? Spencer Wolf, you idiot. Trying um, to make it I sound like it. He does, a, he does a good job. I like, the, I like the whole thing. I think it's really good. I, can I, do you, you guys, why is, you guys don't have a title sponsor? No, no we don't. No. All right, so how about this? 
until someone outbids it. I got 50 bucks a week for done. it to be brought to you by What's Right with Nick Wright. Done and done. What do you say, 50 bucks? Okay. Yeah. 50 dollars. 50 bucks a week. Wow. Yeah. 50 bucks a week. Wow. And then yeah. just eventually, I totally understand that is, you know, 100x what the, the title sponsorship for the church allowed for the, you know, I'm sorry, toxic and problematic. Should be five thousand dollars a week. It should be a quarter of a. Hey, but we don't got it. Fifty bucks, 50 bucks is fifty bucks. bucks. I appreciate Pretty it. Good. Yeah, yep. we'll take okay, it. Okay, so there. So that is sweet. Um, hey, I want to talk to you, Nick. Yeah. I want to talk to you, Nick, and I know yeah. you're not caught up yet because we have been talking about you lately. Oh no! Why? Well, I mean, nothing bad, but what's going on with your hair man because you look like i knew a, you were gonna ask me about my hair you look i knew like, that was gonna be the question you look like a like a like like a defense attorney you know like uh oh. like you roll in you gotta watch i'm not sure if it's fake you drive a lexus could have 15 miles could have one hundred fifty thousand miles on it looks like you're making money but i'm not exactly sure and the hair's a little ragged i'm not sure what you did last night it could be on yeah. purpose it could not be on purpose it yeah. looks like yo i just paid this guy when I walked into his office, I thought, okay, he's going to get me off. And he told me he's going to, he's got me. But boy, I'm scared when he walks in the courtroom. Yeah, I'm just trying new things, buddy. Did you guys see last week when I, when I went the whole show rocking the ponytail? Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I, I, the, you guys didn't like that? Should uh, I go back to the shaved head? What do you think? What should I do? I, the, I like that you're trying new things, and I think you're a good-looking guy, and the fact that yeah. you have hair is very cool. I'm very envious of that, and it's obviously very good hair. You have a lot of options there. Today, I think it's just to a point where the length plus the suit is what's tricking Lazo there a little bit. Like It's, right. it's triggering something in us to, to think defense attorney on TV. And today it was wavy, and I can't tell if you normally straighten it so that it's not it wavy. It had a or... little Matthew McConaughey Lincoln lawyer look to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Yesterday, a lot of people were telling me it was John Wick. People were saying it looked like John Wick. I like that, too. Hold on. Let me like this. I did like One it yesterday second. better than today. I like them both. So here's the thing. I had been flicking it back. Um, yep. My wife actually told me try to you know try it this way and where you just kind of let it be wild and curly because that's how it is naturally what i'm doing to it right now is nothing okay i am just showering in the morning drying my hair and like with a towel and then by three o'clock that's how it looks and the 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 thing is eventually right now it is not quite long enough like the ponytail didn't quite work it was too short eventually i'm just going to go ponytail and then if I don't like it, I'm going to shave my head again. But the whole idea has been don't I'm going shave to go from head. shaved head don't to ponytail. I, I vote no shaving your head. I do think mm. you look good with hair. I thought you looked good all the way around. I do think you look a And I'm not saying it's a bad look when I say that. Like that shyster defense attorney where I'm sure he's got connections and can get me off, but I'm a little worried about it. I know he drives a Land Rover, but, man, I can't tell what year it is, right? Yeah, that's that's fine, but I I don't know. I, the thing is this, I, I I there's not a lot of thought going into this. I'm just rolling with it, and the fact that there is so much commentary on the hair, I can't tell if that's good or bad. When you said you want to talk to me, I knew I was like, oh boy, these guys are going to say something about my hair, <laughs> and I like again, I didn't. You know, Danielle has a friend who I don't want to. I'm going to be very vague here. She has a friend who I'm going to say 
I'm probably the, her friends, one of her very few white friends. Okay, is that fair? Okay, like you know, like doesn't uh, she hates my hair? Like gets mm. angry, tells Danielle he needs to go back to the fade, shave his head. It looks ridiculous. Looks like all these white men that I don't think she likes very much. Mm. And but aside from that, it's been it's been what relatively well received. I really like that there was a spot in between the shaved head and where we are now, where it was kind of long, almost you know. You were starting to be able to slick it back a little bit at times. I like I it now, it too. Like, I'm like, okay. I do, too. That's I got sure. it. Yeah, no. I, and, and don't take that as, you know, I don't like it. When I was talking about it earlier today, I think Slim took it as, like, I don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. It just gives you a, it gives you a definitely a different vibe. With your head shaved, I think, oh, this I is. angry. Not only that, but I think, oh, this is a guy who delves into the numbers, and he can tell me that, you know, Jalen Hurts, who for 346 yards three weeks ago, and he's the guy who won, who wants to be a billionaire, and he's the guy who scored so high in his ACT. And that's the guy that you look like with a shaved head. This guy, I'm like, meh, I'm not sure he took his ACT. But he seems right. to know a lot. You can kind of BS me through it. It's just a whole different vibe. Does that make sense? So he, yeah, it makes some sense. So here's the thing. Because you're, you listen, you're very smart. You know me as well as just about anyone in the world. So if you remember way back in the day when I was working in Kansas City and I wore the baggy, you know, jeans and shirts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that doofus, uh, and I don't know if we have to, I don't think we can use names and God knowing, you know, he probably still works there. But also I'll make up a name. Uh, well, you can just say his we'll name. Call, we don't care. Okay. Uh, the news guy, Scott. Oh yeah, yeah, that of course. That guy who wore a, wore a suit every, every yeah. day. You see him now. He um, wears uh, uh, like uh, basketball shorts and flip flops. No suits ever. After all those years oh, defending the, the suit, in the winter, wearing, like t-shirts, basketball shorts, and flip flops. Okay, so he would he would say he would like pull me aside and he's like, "Dress for the job you want, not the job you have." And I always told him, "I'm like the job I want is where I'm good enough at it and have enough power that nobody can say anything to me about how exactly. I exactly." But then I got on television. Television, there is a literal wardrobe. Like, we are, we are shows, a show that wears suits. Mm-hmm. And I do think subconsciously I'm now trying to do that with my hair, where it's like mm-hmm. I can just have my hair any way, not cut it, not style it, and no one's gonna, nobody's going to hassle me about it because – you were in a I'm suit. Nick Wright, goddamn yeah, it! You're Nick Wright. No, yeah. do they talk to yeah, you about I, your? Uh, do they talk to you about your hair at all? Do they say anything? Does anybody say anything? Well, they 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 were very happy that I stopped shaving my head. I didn't know they didn't like the shaved head until oh, really? I grew my hair out. They told me like, "Don't shave your head again, buddy." Okay, so, like, good. This is great, but they told me it was great a year ago, and I haven't gotten my hair cut since then. So I don't know if they still feel that way or not. To be honest with you, but. I mean, I don't know if you've checked the latest sports television ratings, but the way things are going, they're not going to bother me at all. You know what I'm saying? We are crushing last month. We are. And I tell you something. There was a time, like I had, well, I, you know, this show has immense fondness for me, for the audience. Laszlo and Slimfest, I think, are both very happy for me. And Slimfest has always thought incredibly highly of me. And Laszlo thinks incredibly highly of me in certain areas. But I do think there's a part of Leslie that has always been a little miffed that he knows I've never been on what people would call a traditional rating success in my whole career. And I just keep getting bigger jobs. Kansas right. City, the show did okay. Houston <laughs> didn't do well at all. It didn't matter. And then I hosted the TV show and the morning show. 
I mean, I don't know that it did great, <laughs> but they just kept letting me stay around and kept giving me more power. And now we're on when we're on and we are crushing, like truly crushing. It's, I'm as shocked as anybody. I've never, like, in the past checked ratings because I'm like, oh, those ratings, what do right. they know? It's such a flawed sample. But now that I'm doing well, it's like, oh, this is per- scientific. <laughs> right. This is great. Yes. There's going to be nothing more accurate. Um, so, yeah, that's good. I miss you guys. Hey, you guys have hey I know you say that I'm miffed I or whatever, but I am uh, proud of you, man. And uh, the rating success is well-deserved. Well, I appreciate it. You stick around long enough and you just outlast people. I mean, you guys like. I told you that from the beginning, right? Just stick around, man. It's a war of attrition. But your show has gotten better and better, Nick. Your show is one of the few shows, and I know a lot of sports talk shows. uh, They, you know, they try and have some humor, some levity. You've gotten really funny, and I know I texted you a while back and told you it was almost kind of annoying because it was very, very nice of you, and I really appreciate that. If you just think about Lazo, what what he was like. What the show was like. He was very good at what he did as soon as he was on cable. You're like, that is going to be great. Now I watch it, and you're consistently making me laugh. Right. You you personally. And, and I mean, the other guys can be funny, too, but the show has gotten entertaining, I think, even more so than it already was to people who might not be big sports fans. Well, that's where, but that's where, and this is, this is actually, I, I think, a relatively good lesson for anybody in any field, which is, the, like, the answer almost always is, surround yourself with as many like good people as possible instead of like being nervous. They're going to like usurp you or like whatever. Like I am funnier because wilds is hilarious. Wilds is like naturally super funny and has changed the tone of the show to where I can still kind of like try to get the information out there. But we have a show that is naturally lighthearted because it has to be. And I think the other thing that we kind of stumbled upon that was fortunate is I think by not by virtue of us not having a ex-athlete in a full-time role, we still have them on as guests, but in a full-time <laughs> role, our show is not as self-serious. A lot of shows that have former athletes, they are naturally very serious because sure, this is yeah. my livelihood. This is what I did. And we're just kind of more having fun. So that's been good. I, What's well, also been good. I should have thought of that, seen. man. Surround yourself with talented people. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's not nice. Damn. That's not nice. Uh, but I don't know if you've seen. Um, remember how I told you that I unlocked your unlocking of my locks, and now my locks are locked again. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're seven one and one the last three weeks. We've been just giving out winners, left and right winners, and I don't. I told the story on my podcast, but. I had an un, I don't have to tell it here. I had an unbelievable gambling moment. One of those crazy same game parlays where the la I had like the last leg of it was I needed Travis Kelsey to have over 80 and a half receiving yards. And in that Chiefs game this weekend, he was sitting on 77 and they went for that fourth and two <laughs> and they threw it to him and he dove forward and they called it a four yard gain oh. and it was a and, and and so he landed on 81, and it hit. And it was my last of six legs. And one of the legs, Laszlo, was Kadarius Tony to score the first touchdown. Oh man, you that's know a good it one. Was like bananas. Yeah. So yeah, we've been on fire gambling. Uh, we so do have to figure out because we went back and listened to it, and I do believe, and we'll have to pull the audio, but it is the difference between Jacksonville's wins 
and Miami's wins. And who is a better quarterback? Yeah, it was me saying that Tua is a better quarterback and you laughing about it saying he's nowhere near Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, well, I agree with that. I think that's correct. Mm. Trevor Lawrence, I I, I don't know. He's turning it around. Tua, meanwhile, is Tyreek Hill. So I don't know that we can now the wins thing. You're looking good. I, it's, I mean, it's, I'm not ready to fold. My, what did we bet there? What was the stakes? It was a thousand dollars a game difference. I is that now? All right, snow cone. I'm going to need the audio. Yeah, we got it. I mean, a thousand dollars a game difference. Yeah, that seems okay. You know what, Snowcone? Just tack that audio on to the end of today's episode <laughs> because I want to hear the thousand dollars a game mm-hmm. difference. But you know what? If that's what I bet, I'll pay. Um, I'm glad you guys are healthy again. I miss you guys, and uh, I'm going to take. And my that hair, that hair, that. You know what? I'm going to need you to go ahead and tack that on the end of this. And uh, you know what? If that's what I bet, that's what I'll pay. That is <laughs> that it. The hair, the nick, all the guys, because they ain't, they ain't ever getting paid. But I love the way he's like. That's what it is. That's what I'll pay. We're good. Don't worry about it, baby. I got you. Well, I'll pay. I'll pay. <laughs> I've never not paid except for the watch. That's nope. the only thing, and that wasn't a wager. That was more of a promise. All right, I love you guys. I'll talk See to you, you later. See Goodbye. The Church of Laszlo. What's going on, you good-looking son of a bitch? Not much. How are you? I'm fine. What do you want? Here's a question for you. What is your all-time favorite over-the-top themed restaurant? That's too much. Over-the-top. It's not even a real thing. It's not even a question. I didn't even understand what they were talking about. They said that Rainforest Cafe. That was on there. Of course it was. I'm not an idiot. Well, honestly. It's a rainforest in a cafe. Yeah, but I forget it even existed. It's a rainforest (laughs) cafe. It's like a little over-the-top with the theme stuff. I forget it even existed. Uh, So... Well, how about the uh, you know the one the, the ones where they do the knights the fighting that's knights. the one I think I would have gotten to eventually is the medieval times medieval yeah. times, medieval times maybe okay <coughs> gotcha I've never been to one have you been to one before of course my parents love me what is that supposed they to take me to Disney World in medieval times and they didn't send me to daycare like all those things you know they love hold me. on hold Paid on for my lunch there was know. no the, the, what is there one in Florida or yeah, did you Orlando go? that's where they started oh well okay well I didn't know that maybe well, of course uh, you didn't know that because my parents, my parents took me. me to Disney World one time I know. okay we went mm-hmm. we went I don't mm-hmm. know they might not have known of well, medieval times have you been to a medieval time snow cone no no, no see that's why they're like jousting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't I even know. know it was a real thing. I, when I saw it in Cable Guy or whatever it was, I thought it was just something that was made up. No, I don't no, know it if it's still around. A lot of kids go. What's that Casa Bonita place? Isn't that? Something? I didn't know that was real either. The South the Park thing? thing. Yeah, that was the place that they tried to save a couple of yeah, years right. ago. That's, that's where right. the cliff divers. Yeah, but yes. that's that. There's just one of those, right? In Colorado, yeah. I don't think that there's multiple ones. They said 25 years ago there was a lot more of them that you could have come up with, um, but they asked people. What's your least favorite over-the-top themed restaurant? Yeah. There's one on here, actually, that I never would have thought of, but we've, we've been there. Lazo, we stayed there together. The website that conducted this um, found out that Medieval Times came out on top with 28% of the vote, and Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville was oh, a together. very close second with 25%. Rainforest Cafe came in third at 22% of the vote, mm. and then Hard Rock Cafe, which... I don't know. Is that so over the top? It's uh, it's yeah, themed. It's over the top theme. Yeah, but it's like autographed memorabilia and stuff. Yeah. I I really liked Hard Rock Cafe when I was a kid. Mm, Planet Hollywood too. Planet Hollywood is uh, America's least favorite. Mm. 
I didn't even know for sure that those were still a thing either. Have you been to a Planet Hollywood? No. I mean, I have. Not lately. I, I went to the casino in Vegas, but how long ago was that? Wasn't that Bruce Willis, Sylvester yeah. Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger? It sounds like that. Okay. Maybe it was the three of them. Marky Mark. Stars, I think. Was Marky Mark a part of it? I'm going to guess. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It seems like he should be. Man, you would have been <laughs> proud of me. I watched like five Marky Mark movies over wow. sick break. You're going to watch I just Four Brothers watching. for Thanksgiving. It's the greatest Thanksgiving I've movie ever. I've seen Four Brothers before. I just we got to watch it on Thanksgiving. It's the greatest okay. Thanksgiving movie ever. All right, all right. But I did think about you. I was like, man, I just keep watching these markets. And I didn't do it on purpose. He had a Kevin Hart movie that's on Netflix so good. where they're like getting together for his birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, they've been friends since they were kids. So you've seen that one. Of course. With that. Have you even heard of this one, Snow Cone? No. It's, it's fairly recent. Good. Yeah, it's fairly recent. Then uh, this all started, by the way, because I turned on Daddy's Home. Look. Rob Daddy's I Home. I needed something thoughtless, whatever. I'm laying there on the couch. Thoughtless. Daddy's Home is I'm not only like, good, but deep. I, I didn't want to miss Daddy's Home anything. 1 and 2. If I, I honestly watched one so that I could get to two. Yeah, you need I to. I think I liked two better than one, which is why, why? I... Why, because it's got Sully at the end? I just think two's really funny. I don't know. I, they're both I, funny. I'm not saying that they're not, but I decided, you know what? I'd like to see part two. I'm going to watch one again, though. I'm going to do this in order. Yeah, one watch and that. two are great. Then I watched the Kevin Hart thing. I then took I, my kids to see both. first one right after I got divorced. Uh, we saw the it in the theaters. Daddy's Home movies? <sighs> Who's uh, what's that guy's name? John Lithgow. He does a pretty good yeah, job. Of course he does. I, I just I like Will Ferrell. It's hard for me to imagine anyone not liking him. And I I don't. And I don't, Marky Mark's in it. He's I, great in it. I don't pretend to know as much about Marky Mark as you do. Well, you just watch four movies I, with him, right? But I like him obviously, and I ended up watching. He's in so much stuff yeah. that seriously, I did not intend on watching Marky Mark movies. It's just every time I clicked on a movie, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is another. Marky I want Mark everyone movie to watch Four week. Brothers on Thanksgiving. It's the greatest Thanksgiving movie ever. I've seen Boogie it once. Nights I saw it in theaters. Movie. What's that? Boogie Nights is his best, though. Boogie Nights is a good movie. Mm, That's yeah. his best. Four Brothers is good, though. But we're not saying that these are better than Daddy's Home 2, are we? I mean, I get that you're saying it was probably up for more awards and that it's, you know, cooler better. to say that you like Boogie Nights. But what would right. you rather watch over and over and over again? Boogie Nights is like my top three favorite movies you ever. Go- when you're going to bed at night, you don't want to keep watching Boogie Nights. I like Paul Thomas Anderson a lot, but Daddy's Home is good. I started one where he was like a priest or something. And I think oh, yeah. at that point, Father Stu. Father Stu. And at that point, I was like, why am I still watching Marky Mark movies? This is because the they're fifth- good. No, it's just like it seemed like I was Father doing it Father Stu is good. You watched it? I didn't of course finish I watched it. it. I started it. I didn't have anything against it. I just thought I need a break from Marky Mark. So I took a break. Oh, All right. So look, up. you say, oh. But let me just tell you, let me just read a couple here, because you're like, oh, Boogie Nights is his favorite. But I, I just think we forget. The Basketball Diaries, you didn't like that? Mm-hmm. I just think Boogie Nights right, is his But favorite. he was in it. Yeah, he's Most good. people forget that he was in it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Fear? I love Fear. Fear's yeah. good. I watched that this year. Right? So I watched yeah. that for Halloween. Come on. So people are like, right? Okay, come on. Planet of the Apes, he's great in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Heart Huckabee. Some people love that. I don't understand that I one. do have I Huckabee. Right. The you Departed like may be his greatest role of all time. The Departed's great. It's great. Right. Still going Boogie Nights. Come on. The Departed is better than Boogie Nights. Well, I, mean, I believe I think is. that's a fair debate to have, at least. That, right. I, and I, I think either answer is fine. The either answer is fine. But they're both just basically perfect movies. They are. And uh, The Fighter was a really good movie, too. Oh, The, too. Oh, the so Fighter was good. so good. Yeah. Like a really, really, and really good movie. you guys like movie. The Happening, which I don't understand. But, oh, I, I love it. That movie's horrible. I, I think you need to watch it from a different lens. Right. I think Snow you need to watch something. it from a perspective of it. This is really a mean something. Talk about it over and over again. Okay. If you watch it from this is supposed to be 
a cheesy 1950s is it though? horror Scary. film. It yes, and like that's why everything's me. over the top. We know how he can act in Boogie Nights. He's doing everything over the top on purpose because it's supposed to feel Man. like the blob. No, right. we don't want to hurt you. Right. He's not I acting just, like Mark Wahlberg. He's doing it like he went back and looked at all those old movies like the original Blob, and acted like that. And if you, I'm just saying, if you do it from that standpoint, you're like, this is great. But we know that for sure, because I think no, that's a convenient look, thing to say. Whether or not M. Night did it on purpose or not, whether or not he did it on right. purpose or not, I don't know. I think he might have, honestly. Right. I do, but, because I do know what I can go back and look at those actors and actresses that are in them uh-huh. and say they've acted better in other films than that. He was completely that. different in it. Mark Wahlberg it was, was so completely over the top. Over the top was, to me, it was obvious. And that could just be bad directing, but I yeah. thought it might be intentional. I don't know. Either way... And don't make me stand up and punch either one of you idiots in the mouth if you don't say you like Ted 1 and 2. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. All right. Yeah, well, Jesus, what are you getting to? Who, when well, you're you just like, oh, Marky Mark. I saw like, both of them in the theater. Of course. Ted 1 and 2. Plus, the other guys is great. Which one's the other guys? I know that. Uh, I have to look at pictures here to see. That's There's another so Will Ferrell, oh, Mark the Wahlberg. Italian, oh, okay, the other guys, the cop movie. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. That's a good movie, man. With it's Samuel L. Jackson, that's it's a got good everybody one. in it that I like. I maybe I just had very, very, very high uh, hopes. Adam McKay. Yeah, I, had, I obviously it had all the the recipe was. I there. like that movie. But and I know that for me to say that I enjoy Daddy's Home and not the other guys as much is ridiculous. But again, looking at them from a different lens, the whole thing with Daddy's Home is that I, that's a family movie that they made family friendly. So it's the kind of thing that you could have gone to see with your parents when you were a kid, right? right. And it's supposed to make your parents laugh a little, whether or not. It well, did. I'm going to go home tonight with my kids and watch Ted again. We I, watch it all the time. I think The Gambler is underrated. At least, no, you're just right about for that. A few scenes, and there's a scene in that movie with John Goodman where it's. I don't know. I just think it's one of the coolest scenes in a movie ever, and I think that movie has its flaws, but overall it has much more that's oh, the, good about how it. How do you get your, how you yes, get your money? Yes, the FU up. money. Yeah, I mean, you look money. like Brando sitting there. Was, mm-hmm. there, was a lot of, there was a lot to like Love about John that movie. movie. But yeah, so Mark Wahlberg, five movies. Well, I didn't finish the fifth one. I will finish Father's... What is it, Stu? Father's Father Stu. Father's is good. I'll finish that soon, but I did watch a bunch of... He's got to be your favorite now. You used to be a big Will Smith guy. But, yeah, but and uh, Vince Vaughn, love Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn, right? But as far as like the action Mark guy goes, you were you you like you know smoking. what? If it's Mark Wahlberg, if it's if me and my my boys will both say if we're just scrolling for a movie and we come across something with either Wahlberg or Denzel in it, we're like just hit play. Well, yeah. And I yeah. told you the other day we came across a movie with Wahlberg and Denzel that we hadn't Ooh. seen before, and we were like, "Wait, they're in a movie together." Well, of course we'll like this. It's Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg, and it was fantastic. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I'm uh, very open and honest with you about my... I know I'm not as big a fan as you are. When he opened the restaurant, I wasn't like, I have to go eat his hamburgers immediately. Have you, wait, have you, have you had the Wahlbergers? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, well, let me just say, they're great. I've heard they're great. I've they're, heard great. they're great. They're literally great. It's not a thing. Like, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say they're great if they're not. No, but they're great. I, I, I believe you. And whenever we drive by it, my boys are like, hey, let's stop at Wahlburgers. I just thought this guy is like the biggest movie star in the world right now because I'm just literally kind of turning on the thing that comes on next. It's not like it was recommending it because you watched mm-hmm. this. I was just going through Netflix like, oh, here, this is on. Didn't hey, know did you just watch the, uh, since we're talking about stuff uh, on TV, and I'll stop. I know we got to take a break, but did you watch the uh, Jonah Hill thing? The new no, Jonah Hill no, thing where he no. talks to a shrink? Mm-mm. Oh, no, I've been wanting is to. It good? Is it good? Um, I don't know if it's good or not. 
What's it on? But I will. It's Netflix. Okay. But I will tell you this. Uh, I took notes. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like I was like, you know what? I got about halfway through it, and then I was like, wait. I should probably do some of this. Mm. And I rewound it and took notes and put it in my notes on my phone. Like, you know what? There's some very simple things I could do to make my life better. And this guy's got a good point. So Have you guys serious? watched the trailer for the new Robert Downey Jr. documentary about his dad? No. Oh, my God. About his dad? Me and you being dads. Right. It's amazing. So, in fact, you love father-son stuff. This is going to... Okay. This is gonna, it's called Senior. It's just about... He made a documentary about his dad. I love it. And it's incredible. Okay. Right. Well, um, I will watch, watch the, the Jonah, Jonah Hill thing. thing. Tonight, like, I think it's just something you. that you'll be like, yo, we can do this. Like, there's a couple things we can do. Okay. Right? And it's this, it's really, he was talking to a shrink. Like, it's and, real? Yeah. And it's Jonah Hill saying, look, I wanted to make this movie because you made my life better. And I want mm. people to learn the tools that you gave me. And if I'm able to do that in an hour and 20 minute movie, let's do it. And the guy's like, okay, well, let's do it then. And it's him really talking to a shrink. Mm. And man, and by the way, people are like, don't call him a shrink. He calls himself a shrink mm. and he calls other people a shrink. He's not. And there's even a part where it made me laugh out loud where he's like, um, all right, I need you to close your eyes and I need you to picture love. And then you're, you're, and honestly, you're like, okay, I'll do it. And he's like, I know it sounds stupid. Just do what I effing tell you to do and it'll work. And you're like, okay, like it's stuff that you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he gets how weird it is too. It's good. The Church of Laszlo. Hey, it's No Cone. Congrats on making it this far to the podcast, the very end. And for doing so, I'll give you an opportunity. We have 1975 tickets to give away for our 20th anniversary show. So, I'll say the first few people to message the Church of Lazo account on Instagram. We will hook up with tickets. All right. Talk to you tomorrow.